on, boys? We are back for another week of SVS Fly Fishing Podcasting. I remember my first time. Podcasting, I don't remember our first time. No, man, but I remember my first muskie. And tonight, we're going to talk about some dude's first time touching a muskie, getting that slime on his fingers. Oh, boy. I can't first, wait. First muskie on the fly or first muskie altogether? Or both? Well, we. Uh, or am I we, asking you too many questions already, Chad? I, I think from the last time we talked to him, didn't he pick? They pick one up on a like a sucker while they were. Yes, the time that we we were here all around the table, and I had to go fix the garage door. Yeah, he yep. hooked one on a sucker. Gotcha. So this yep. is not his very first time. This is the first. Yes, yeah, but this is. And I think he the was the first time. I think he was fly fishing when they caught that though too. Yes, they were trailing. Yeah. They were dragging a sucker behind the, the boat while he was fly fishing. But the first one on the fly. Yes. Well, there you go. It's and a good feeling. He, this dude's been trying hard, man. Makes it even better. Let's put some time in for it. It's a couple so. this year. A couple cherries pop. Him, Derek. Yeah. We need to have Derek on the show. Yeah, we do. I think so. Absolutely. That might be a... That might be a, something we we do after uh, after next week's show. I think I'm gonna pack this equipment up and take it up next week with us. Are you? I think so. We'll, we'll be doing our first live podcast from a fly shop. From a fly shop in another state. Okay. Hey, speaking of that, tonight's show being brought to you by Pro Flyger. Check them out at ProFlyger.com. Arx hooks. Find me arxhooks.com. Sims Fishing, fish it well. Simsfishing.com. Tonight's show is being recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studios. Check Mark out at urbanflycompany.com. Yeti, built for the wild. Queen City Guiding. We will be live from Queen City Guiding Fly Shop. From the brick and mortar store next Sunday. Can you dig it? We can dig it. We will be there. If you're there, you're there. If you're not there, you're fucking square. Check us out at urbanflycompany.com. Well, not Queen City QueenCityGuiding.com. <laughs> God damn, I was so close to be. You, you were trying to do good. Yep, I can't wait to see you, Ryan. Should be fun. Yeah, man, I can't wait to go up and check out Ryan's new brick and mortar store. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a a banging shop, and that's gonna be a fun weekend, man. Yeah, he's been putting some posts out on his story. You know, you see some of the stuff up on the walls. Some of the, he, he got a nice little desk there. You know, take uh, check everybody out. So, looks like he's making some great progress. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. And ne- like I said, next week our show is gonna be coming <clears throat> to you live from the Queen City Guiding Brick and Mortar Shop. So, uh, have we done any fishing since last time? Uh, We've podcasted. I know I haven't done any fishing of of topic. I haven't until the last two days. So <laughs> Mark caught yeah. musky. There we go. Mark, mm-hmm. you want to talk about your musky? Yeah, that's about the only thing that happens. Friday, well, what? Everything that's coming out of a lake is blown right now. Yes, everything is bad. So I went to go smallmouth fishing in a place that doesn't come out of a lake, and it's crystal clear and low. So fish for smallies Friday was horrible. You couldn't move nothing. So I figured Saturday, I'm like, well, that wasn't worth it. I'm going to go try early for a musky full moon. And water there is a little better. Dingy. 
and still nothing really moving early. <laughs> There's just one spot with a log jam, so I throw up above it, and the fly's sitting there, and I got a S3 line on. So as it's sinking down, I'm letting it sink down so I can strip it underneath the log. Probably wait about three seconds. Soon as I strip into it, here the muskie had come up, and I just saw its like head right up below it. So it like come up to look at it when it hit the surface, and it just sat there, sat there. And as soon as it moved, it was just like toilet bowl flush right at the top. That was a small fish. Like so it was like jaws, like the jaws, like yeah, he like came right up to it, sipped it like yeah. it was a dry fly. Bit by something. Sounds like an upper twenties fish. Did you get bit by the herpes. Yeah, something. <laughs> you know. All of a sudden, got itchy, and there's a little dot there. Worked around for a little bit, didn't move anything, went back and pulled another fish up out of there. It was probably, I don't know, maybe six, eight inches, a little bit bigger. Like shot up at the fly, like ran up behind it, made like another like real hard strip, flew up behind it again. As soon as I turned into the eight, did a Yui, right back and gone. I was gonna Never take, to be seen again. I was going to take my son there today and throw spinner baits. Mm-hmm. That would have been good. It would have been good. But he, they ended up going up to Streetsboro, so he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do that. I've been, been a zoo there today. I'm sure it would have. I wanted to go early and get, you know, the first hour, and that was it. I know there was a few people up higher that, like, I could hear, but down where I was, there was only, like, one. I saw a bunch of pictures on Facebook of that place. Obviously, I bet it's, it's <laughs> good. <laughs> and, it, and honestly, right now, with the temperature and the way it is, it's probably where most of them are, too. Flow and more oxygen. Yeah. Yeah, it probably is. And you know what? It is what it is. And some dudes are catching their first muskies from there. And God bless them, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, though, for fishing, that's probably one of the reasons I only moved a couple down there. Yeah. But better than nothing. So, musky in July. Nice to still have at least enough temps in the morning. I, mean, I was out of there by, I don't know, 8.30 probably. Got there right about 6. Fish from late to late 30. And, okay. I'm getting hot. Starting to sweat. Do you wear your waders down there? No. I just wear them long, like Sims pants, and I put my uh, wading boots on. I never I, even actually ended up getting in the water at all, I don't think. My cousin got bit by a tick the other day looking for uh, chanterelle mushrooms. Mm-hmm. He showed me he had a, a bullseye this big on the side Holy of him. Holy crap. Right there. Yeah. Definitely yeah. had long pants, long sleeve. Did he I go get checked? A, he, he's on antibiotics now. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm yeah, not the, good. No, man. Them ticks are nothing to fuck around with. And with the wading boots, I figure if I get a big enough one, I'll just hop in the water and just hold it right there. And yeah. Let her, let her out. You've had but wet that, feet before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that little one, I'm like literally sitting on the bank, hit the timer on the phone. One, two, turn, click, boom, psh, gone. Fish is out of water like three seconds. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, just sat down right there. I'm like, yeah, this will work. Good enough. So, good to at least touch a fish. I think that's the so only fish I caught this month. What did it, what did it hit on? Uh, single black. <laughs> single green, black. Buford? Tail. Yeah, Buford with a um, wig or dragon tail. Hey, if you guys are looking for uh, for suggestions in July, there you go. Single dark. black Buford with a Pacarini tail. It's dark early. Dark. Keep throw black. I literally only threw black and the white one. And that's what the other fish moved on was the white one. White's not the opposite of black. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Not when it comes to fishing. It's either white or black. 
Fuck the rest of the colors. Uh, unless you have some chartreuse on that white. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. You need some olive. You need some yeah, olive in your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're trout fishing. If you're yeah, smallmouth yeah. fishing. For smallies and trout. I've never got a muskie on olive. Oh, yeah. Chartreuse. No, I, I shouldn't say that. I sure have. I've got a few. You throw chartreuse, I, show, I throw olive. You know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> That's my favorite, too. I like chartreuse for smallies. <laughs> Unless, unless she's in black. So I, <laughs> I wanted to go to that spot where you and you and me took uh, John Diaz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Today would have been, it, it's on its way down of being perfect. It's it's off color too. It'd have been nice. But it would, I want to take my drift boat there and <clears throat> show my wife a little bit of white water experience. But it was, you know, I figured. Uh, I'll give up one weekend to do this fucking floor in the basement. <laughs> Glutton for punishment yeah, taking man. that boat down there again. So. <clears throat> if we get some rain, maybe we can do, uh, do it sometime. Yeah. Are you like moving this enough. into there? What? Are you moving this into there? Uh, Possibly. I know it was talked about before, but I didn't know if there was ever a. It, it, it's a possible thing. We, m- we might move this over to over to my house. And put it in the basement. But uh, we'll have to put a lot of uh, moving blankets down. Because the just for the sound effect. Yeah, because, you, you know, yeah. right now I just put a, a vinyl floor down. And that's going to echo a lot. And we'll have to put a, a moving blanket down for that. We'll have to put moving blankets on the, the walls and and stuff. But I don't know. The walls are lo- or the, the ceiling's a lot lower. So that, that might help us out a little bit. We'll see. A little softer. Yeah, it's a softer ceiling than this. So, we'll see. Gotcha. That's just, I don't know why I thought of that. No, man, it, it's all good. All good conversation. We used to do it over there. Uh-huh. And it, it sounded like shit over there. <laughs> but that that's before we had the good uh, the good recording equipment. I went and casted today for Muskie for a little while. Uh, saw didn't see shit. For about two and a half hours, I went out and casted actual gear rods with Dad. Big, big, like, big spinners, like musky size spinners and um, husky jerks, stuff like that. Didn't see, Like I said, didn't see a fish. Nobody. There were a lot of people there, to be honest. Like, were there a, a lot, lot of people? campers, a lot of people out. Day so. after the full moon. Yeah, probably why. Yeah, there well, was that, and it was raging, too. Yeah, it was raging. Yeah, it was, doesn't uh, help. Yeah. Did you go into back eddies on the side? Yeah, some yeah. of them, yeah. Nothing there either. No. Nothing. Was, I mean, was it raging? Oh, yeah, it was raging. Mm-hmm. Everything was pretty much. I mean, the river was raging. The big river was way raging. It was yeah. 17,000 when Every, I went up. I don't think there's an outflow that isn't Mm-mm. raging right now. That lake was way oh. high. They said last weekend, the weekend before the dam, or the actual dam itself for the lake, uh, people couldn't even get out to their boats. That's how high that, that lake was. Wow. I'll be fishing here for the beast soon. Or you guys will be. I don't know. Well, I saw a lot of them reports from up like the New York area up above it. They got like four inches and like now. Yeah. I mean, our our river's been up for what, a week and a half? Week. It's been at 2,400, which is, I mean, for now, for July is outrageous for us. We're used to two or 300. It's been six days because last Sunday I went went and it was 1,500 and I could walk. On the bank, but the bank was totally under yeah. underwater. Yeah. So, in the last week, it's been uh, 
greatly submerged. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see a damn thing, though. No, nothing at all. But uh, also, I have one other thing to talk about. I tried to put the trailer lights on the trailer, and this went oh. all fucking wrong yeah. for some reason for me. I no, don't know no, nothing I, about that. I've only done five sets in the last year and a half. Yeah, it fucking sucked. So, Chad, you're coming over. You're going to do this for me. What's it, what happened? I don't know. It just didn't work right. I had the wires work. That, that, there's there's no way you could fuck it up. I mean, this is top, and it says curbside, and it says green and How's your brown. Grounds? <laughs> your grounds good? Fine, yeah, I cleaned it off. I cleaned where it was grounded to the trailer. Like I Mark, I'll find it out this week, and I yeah. will report back next Sunday. It's a ground issue. <laughs> I, oh, I'm sure it's a ground issue of some sort. It's yes. Kind of. A, I, yeah, because I, I you called me early this here. week. And I said, Jay, check your grounds, man. The, the, the way that weird. you're describing it, it sounds like a ground issue. Yeah, the one side worked perfectly. The other side, if you turn it on, it would like dim out and like both of them would flash dimmed. But you're still getting some juice to that side. Yeah. Okay. That was weird. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a I'm not a trailer uh, builder or person who fixes trailers like Chad. It was for a long time, so I still am. You know, well, I'm saying that's but, what I mean. Fuck like, you, just because I sit at a desk or a toolbox, i type on a computer a lot more. I, I would also. <laughs> that <laughs> almost sounds too like the the ground up at the front, up at the um. No, nope, because it's still getting on the the right side. It, but what I yeah, but what I was thinking there is if there's a crack in that and it's it's still getting flat. on the one side. It's solid not on the, the other. Uh, oh, it's solid on the other side. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I thought it's you weird. meant. I, like, I thought you meant they all just kind of dimmed in and out, like there would be a crack in it somewhere. But yeah. I don't know. I'm just gonna buy a whole new set of yeah, shit, and we're gonna side. try it all over again, and we're gonna make it work. So, I don't know. Yeah, that was shitty though. And I tried, and I flipped everything around. And I tried it this way, tried it that way, tried it this way, tried this, tried that, and like, uh, you know what? The hell with this. Chad's coming over. Now, which trailer is this one? Is this for the? Boat or is this for the raft? This is the one for the raft I'm, I made. Or, like, not made, but yeah. kind of did a build out on a little thing. Deck on it. Gotcha. Yep. So the raft sits on it nice. Is the other one ready to go? Can you take it? Is it good? My boat. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's been. It's registered. Yeah, it's registered. Everything. New license plate. Blah, did blah. Did you get a hitch? I already have a hitch. Yeah, I can take that boat anywhere. Like, up to lakes or whatever. What's that one? 14. 12. Uh, 12. 12. 12 foot V bottom with the 9.5. Troll motor, little Lowrance on it. At least, yeah, I mean, it's not even it. like a real nice, like, it's small, but at least it'll tell me depth. Really so I really need to know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't, it's one of these days, <laughs> I want to take it out, uh, just maybe even up to uh, Fish for Bowfin here, just to mm, get it. You know, that'd go. be a nice little spot yeah. to just putz around to, piss with it, and don't forget. to break her in for sure. Yeah, no don't forget to uh, plug in or put the. Put the plug in. Yeah, put the plug in. I don't have to worry oh, about yeah. that in the uh, in the <laughs> in my raft. So, you know, don't forget stuff like that. So the boat's like going down. How'd that happen before? That happened with uh, that day we we uh, launched early before you guys. We were floating down. I'm like, why is there so much water? And here the front plug popped while we were going. It must have been pushed in the whole way. Yeah, no good. I did it with the eight ball one time too. We were like going down. <laughs> that wasn't the plug being. The plug that was uh, the boat just leaking <laughs> i had that we had that happen too but i think the plug was out the one time too <laughs> how you girls doing tonight 
Oh, it's a good night, man. Is this on live? We're yeah. we're recording. Hey, fuckers, don't give me the right time. We're going on with the guest at six thirty. What are you gonna talk about till then? <laughs> Was I with you that night? We forgot to put the plug in on the yes. upper. Yes, you were with me. That thing like full <laughs> throttle coming back with both of us and all the waters going like three four. miles. Yeah, and it's just like these big, huge wakes out the side. <laughs> we could be wakeboarding behind it. We had like two hours of fish. I'm like, I'm not even pulling a boat back out and taking it. Just screw it. Let's go. What do you mean? We forgot to put the plug in it. Fuck. What's that? Qualified captain? Yeah, man. <laughs> Boat fails. The unqualified captain. It's the only one. The only one time I've done that was that night. Yeah, you do it Less enough. Alert. It's gonna happen. Nah, sure. And in fact, if you don't got two plugs, you're an idiot, right? You gotta have two of those. I I used to roll with two plugs in my pickup truck. Does it? It's Does worth. It, it's worth. We're not talking you, about butt plugs, Chad. Yeah, but even if you meet somebody down there and they forgot theirs, they, you could give them one. It ain't no big deal. Cheap ones. You know, flip over. That's the bad yeah. part. Mine, I mean, I don't know how to get another one. They don't make them anymore. Jay, are you talking... For that s- boat? Mm-hmm. They're a threaded down... Oh. They're being twist. serious. Hold on. Yeah. Are you talking self-insertion butt plugs or standalone butt plugs? Because I roll with two self-insertions. Well, you know, uh, the one that has, like, the little tail on the end of it, like the little, like, yeah, bunny yeah. tail. Yeah, you know, but the... <laughs> the <laughs> that's the one you got. The standalone ones have the table at the bottom of them. That way you just, like, self-apply oh, them. Oh, no, no. I was yeah. talking about a man's way to do it. Are we talking about uh, graduated cylinder butt plugs? Because they're, like, 34.32 millimeters around. Is it a lot? Circumference. Is not, it a lot? Not diameter. Is it a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I, I don't know. I'm not a professional butt plugs. <laughs> I hope you're not recording. <laughs> I'm not a professional butt plugs. But if I were to have a silo full of butt plugs, it would only have 34 butt plugs in it. <laughs> How do we end up down this trail? Oh, because we were talking about boat plugs. <laughs> yeah, butt plugs, butt plugs. It's all the same. Yeah, my buddy used. Would you guys like to come see my collection of butt plugs? No. Later this evening? No. I, I've only, I've only. Your wife has only shown me the one she uses on you. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, if if all I were right, all right, man. Fuck, I could have not. I could have been later. <laughs> if I were, if I were a professional in butt plugs, I would say it was You're huge. Still early. <laughs> this is supposed to be meant for after the guest. All right. Jeez. Can we talk straight for half the podcast? No, we can So anyway, I was going to come here and say... Have you fished? I've been, yeah, I fish all the time. I'll tell you some stories, but I was going to come here and... Can I tell you some stories, Chase? like twice in the last month. I even got the gear I even got the gear rod out again, man. It fucking... Uh, I, 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 I don't know. It was a fight. Oh, I, hey. I was like, off, but before you get... Did you ever go to the upper spot with yeah. the flood? Oh, yeah. It's, flo- it's still flooded, dude. It's... A, it? it's how Our is water it? is so high on this lake that that's all a pond, all the way up. There's no, no break in the water, no no current ripping down through there because it's flooded. It's just so backed up. It was at first it started is out a rollover. No, oh heck no, not for a week, man, or more. It's a straight flow. Yeah, because it started coming in. You know, it, everywhere got a lot Are of water started pouring in. They came and they moved. That they go up over it. Ah, they might have. That might have been a wrong scenario. Not. I don't say they'll go over it. I think. I think that changing to having running out of water and becoming a pond, ponding like that now, and it's just they sitting just there. Said, Screw it. Well, the bait moved. 
the baiting needs that everybody follows the current you know that's what holding the life most spots especially with this heat so you need to come back down again ah uh, yeah yeah i don't know where it is because i thought that's what they were in there doing killing some bait because we were throwing big five inch flukes my cousin went down to midday this is for one. hybrids yeah and they're t dude it's like trout fishing for giant trout <laughs> dude it was so much water you're you're not fishing you're just letting it flying you know, across the river, you're just casting out kind of semi-swing, you know, down below you. One? Oh, I caught a giant. He caught, like, ten of them in a row. I got schooled. I was like, and his, like, ain't not to down him. I know when your gear works, it works. And that gear, he had freaking worked. It didn't sound good, but it was working, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, max drags on, on reels and shit. Jig head. Yeah, big, 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 he was running, like, three-quarter. Right. Dude, it's it's all up in the trees. It's it's the weirdest fishing scenario, but oh yeah, you want to hook a truck, dude? They they were in there. <laughs> they were in there. He he just pulling them. I'm I'm grabbing them for him. We didn't even bring a net. I'm just grabbing them for him. And he got a lot of the fish were just eight and ten pounds. They were the solid ones. It might have been one fish that was under like that one twenty four, and the rest were all 24, 26. Seven, the one he posted so. a picture of was pretty fucking big. Oh, they're fucking a lot nice. of people there. No, and that was the thing. I, I think people they're were like, kidding. "Oh, too much water," or, or uh, "They're not there I always yet." Forget about that place. Uh, the boat rode in there when I was there. It. I went two days in a row, so this is how that's. Did you get the, how how far up over the parking lot is it down there at the at the, where the boat ramp is? That road was, uh, where you? Oh no, I is mean, that road it, closed. Right, what? What the, access are you talking about? The, the, the next in? one down from the bridge with the little boat ramp. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's definitely, you know, water out on the road and stuff. Yeah, you can't yeah. even get back in there. But somebody came in from the lake and rode all the way up. But that was the day the fish weren't there, so it didn't matter. But the day the fish were there, the current was running, coming down hard. You couldn't see that there was a, a rollover there. It was completely five foot higher than it. So Yeah. And it, it's a, that's a weird place because where you stand, where you stand there, it makes you makes you in a certain state sometimes you know what i mean not not the fucked up state i'm always in but gotcha got i got it. you man you know i mean like, you, you could be fucking fine here <laughs> but where are telling, you standing i was but, telling mark you know lately like our water it's like the meme that you get you know you know i hope it, the river's not high and then it says the river and then it has like a picture of snoop dog or you know one of us I, 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 made, I made that. I made that. I said, Jason. I said, I hope the river's not too high, and I put a picture of him and Justin in, 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 <laughs> with the words "the river" <laughs> at Evans's wedding. So yeah, the, we all know her. The see river. That. But no, it was cool. We went down there. He caught a fish earlier in the day, and, and he's like, "I'm gonna come back at six thirty. We get down there. He's already getting them. I didn't get there till like seven. And uh, you were late. Imagine that. I didn't know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't ever show up early. I show up late and be great. That's how I do it. But the fucking thing is, <laughs> this guy is catching them three to one to me and shit. I hooked a few fish, but they were just grabbing it, man. They weren't like, you know how you think. They weren't a, a snatching fish, it. Yeah, like you think a fish just eats it deep. Some of them did eat it like that, but they were kind of like, you know what I mean? They, they, they didn't know. Were you know. throwing a fly rod? Hell no, you can't throw a fly rod in that high water, man. I mean, unless you're out in the middle with like 500 plus grains you kind of did it you know what i mean that would have been the coolest thing but it's just not the spot and yeah, i you know that you'd have enough room in that area to cast one you have to, like, the place. you have to like almost sidearm it yeah. up like, dang you're towards yeah, the parking you'd lot be, and back you'd under. be parked back like against yeah. the trees it it wouldn't happen like but the, anyway if they if these fish were in there like that on a regular day when the water wasn't so high and you might be able to move around in there it'd be sweet they are there their fish trickle around in there 
But this is like the run. And when it happens right, those fish will run every time it rains like that. Yeah, but I'm talking, oh, what's a school of those? 100 plus, you know, they're not little schools of fish. These are real deal runs that are coming in there. So they were in there thick. He was, but where he was standing was like straight. He had the straight on at the current, like he could fish straight down. I had a little bit of an angle standing next to him because there isn't much room. And uh, because you were late. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I never want to be early. But, uh, dude, he caught him. He caught good fish, and I was picking him up for him. He was getting all kind of pictures. But the fish I caught, I hooked this thing, and wow. I had just a regular seven-foot medium you know, a rod anybody could buy at Walmart or something like that. You know, not, nothing special, but it works. I know I've caught big fish, 20-pound fish on a catfish stuff, bait fish the river with it long ago. But, dude, this fish was ruling me. I'm talking about I had to drag cinched, and when you dug like a big, these are them big, I had like a five-aught hook on and jig head, like a real serious setup. Don't don't come with a regular hook, like a the wire, <laughs> you know what I mean? My cousin showed me one. It was straightened. He got straightened out first cast. You can't use a fake hook. I almost put Eric's on trailer, like one of them universals to run down in that fluke. I was like, I'm not fucking getting took. I even got some bigger baits I think I might use. Like that universal hook to just run back there if that happens again. So did you end up getting that fish in? Oh, dude, it, yeah, it's like a, it, it's shark and way out there. I first see it surface and then now it's a hundred yards after, you know, fifty, sixty yard run right You're off the gate. Chase it. No, I was standing there, <laughs> real star smoke. I kind of cup it with my hand, try to slow it down. Dude, I seriously tightened the drag to the end of it, the very, very end of it. It was you couldn't go no more, and I started like. Like you're in the ocean, you just pull back on the reel and rod and get down. Like, like keep doing that. It was stupid. Them rods don't got the beef like a fly rod, man. I don't know what, what it is uh, about it. What I got the fish. What was your leader? 12, a 12 pound test, straight 12 pound Jeez. test, dude. And I'm talking, I put max pressure on this thing. Next day, I come with a bigger rod. I was like, I ain't having that shit. <laughs> but I got nice fish in, dude. It was fucking chunky. These are cool fish. But. That day, that moment for a couple hours, it was just crazy. And we come back the next day like, oh, yeah, we'll just wait until 6.30. That's, you know, 6.30. That's dinner gonna bell. Bite. That's dinner bell. Nope. Fish didn't show up. I think I seen one caught on the other side and two white bass. So, it, but that day, I don't know, he got like 10. I hooked five, got one in. Uh, you know, I was just hooking them briefly. They were shaking off. I'm like, holy shit, these things are strong. Just pull, you know, if they didn't, I think they were nipping it. You know what I mean? Because it was so muddy. I don't know how the hell they're seeing it, but those fish are furious, and they eat all the time. That's a cool scenario. They do, I, man. I mean, the water hasn't come down, though, any. It's all still ponded, so in a few days, I'll go to check it again. But I did get to go down to Jason's favorite spot. Yeah, hey, I haven't been down there in a while. Oh, man. I went last Sunday, and there was no bank was to walk on. You I'm... had the cut hand, though, huh? Yeah. Rubbing. No, there's only one or two casts you can make there right now. And sometimes there's fish on it. I got whacked. <laughs> I got freaking whacked. I swear, man. I got hit hard. Yeah, so we we did great in the, the spot one day and come back the next day, and it wasn't it, dude. It's completely different. There, That flow had – there was no flow. Kind of like it, it got so high that it played itself out, you know what I mean, and just became a, a ponded area, and yeah. there was no fish, a couple white bass. So, But I did stop down there when, the you know, the the guy who was – constantly there wasn't there for a damn second hell i seen oh, him in the there kid. last the kid the kid the rappella kid yeah christ damn it give us give it a break man we'll hunt some pussy like i do or something man <laughs> for a couple nights i heard you uh you 
you've been doing good on that that front as well. I'm a loser, man. <laughs> hey. You got to go never, You gotta go out and get this. You haven't even called me and told me about this. I talked to you like two nights ago, I thought. I fucking can't take you with me. You're married. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go. I mean, I'm just saying. Must be nice, Jason. But we can all live uh, vicariously through you, Jace. This is our deal. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, tell some stories, man. Yeah, uh, let me get the fishing story better. That's better story. <laughs> I caught a really let solid fish. You. I want to I want to. Hey, wait, 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 about the stupid hybrids, Jason. Wait, wait. I want some of those fingers. They stink. <laughs> Cigarettes. Cigarettes and old women. <laughs> old women shampoo products. <laughs> but anyway, I got I got wrecked. What, you uh, I want to compliment the... Fucking... They might shampoo it. I, I don't know. What's the, what's the fad? To have hair or not? I barely got any, I but mean, the rest on. of my body does. So I, I brought the fucking hair. I don't care what anybody else got. <laughs> I got the hairs. I came with hairs, man. <laughs> so anyway, I want to compliment the Wolf Rodco because I put pressure on this fish that I I haven't really I haven't got a whole lot of use out of that glass eight weight, but I mean it works, dude. I buckled the fish because if you let them run out in that with the levels that we got right now, it's ripping. So I'm I'm just swinging they're gonna the fly. turn sideways and yeah, I'm just swinging the fly. So I I like put the real pressure on this fish with a, a 17 pound. I think I was running leader. Fish fought good for a couple. What fly? That pink one I was throwing. Oh, same one. Yep, just a bucktail. I probably and and then actually I did downsize to catch another fish, but uh, that was help with getting me down. You know what I mean? So, but this fish hit it and missed it. And I'm talking, I five minutes I went without a bite. Something hit my shit hard. I'm like, ah, they're in here. Didn't get nothing. Ten minutes went by. I, then I hook up with that fish, and and the rod did great, dude, because I didn't let it go out. I didn't. I don't even think I let it take any line, and it was a solid eight-pound fish, and I just drug it over into the current. Now he's worried to fight the current with me, and I pulled him right up. So, hell yeah! Get, I feel like I've been caught put, before. Put the glass eight weight to the test. Heavy, heavy awesome. tent. And I caught a, a smaller fish. That was probably a twenty-three inch. It was a big fish. I didn't take no pictures or anything because it's just there's nowhere to stand and phones or you know because why would you help out the svs instagram page yeah i mean hell i could <laughs> i could get one but i don't want to i don't want to spoil it i could show you some gear pictures <laughs> they're fun too but no man they were they're just fishing there and, and in high water scenarios them are hunters that's sweet man it's sweet to go catch them when they're like that because you don't i wouldn't say yeah you your chances are slim that's what makes it better right Sure. You, know, you might not Maybe. get them. No. You might not hook them. Yeah, we, we know you like to walk up and hawk on oh, the fish. Oh, fuck yeah. Right yeah. over top of their heads. Ah, are they down there? And They're beat the living shit out of them until they just they know I'm there. Oh, that fucking big-nosed bastard's up there again. Uh, they can see my fucking shadow. He looks like a fucking heron. Yeah. With blood. Oh, look. Exactly. No, here's what they say. Look, he put a fucking dot on his game changer. <laughs> look, he put, put a, a dot, dot on his game changer. <laughs> 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 this one's got a fucking dot on it, jackass. Hey, she's going to fool us with that dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks more like a shed now, you stupid fucker. <laughs> they were in there jumping though. I seen them, That's man. Cool. There, there's a lot of bait. This, hey, this is a this is a great thing to get our you our waterway flushed out and maybe rejuvenated. You yeah. know, I don't think it needed to be six days, but you know, we'll take it. Um, I know it's, you're going to be like 16, dude. That oh, water. No, no, is no. Not it's been six down. so far. Is what I'm talking about. It's not going down anytime soon. My dad's like, maybe next week. And or I said maybe next week, and he said no such fucking chance. Is what he told me. It's the craziest thing well, is what's the watershed? Look how you well, know. Pima, I'm talking to my dad Pima about that. never gets this there, high. That's what I'm saying. And this is it's way. But yeah, there's, there's no still control. Pumping it in from the top. Their water yeah. is not controlled by a Pittsburgh or any other place. It's controlled by them. They say we're opening it up. 
we're it's coming wherever Send it goes. It. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's that ain't, that ain't water go. for some place to use. That's yeah. just the lake's water, the recreation water. So when it comes down here, they got directions they got to take, you know, what to direct that? it. And it's seven gates at two foot each, which is not the highest setting. So, I mean, the upper lake, it's still pumping like 15, I think. Well, our lake is just at like eight, Eleven. eight, almost nine, no, eight just, foot high. No, it's just down to Over eight, eight. eight. 800 coming out of the upper. But it's eight foot above where they want it. Whew. It should be coming down in this week. The upper part will. Yeah. And then and then no, the lower part will come down when ours empties out. It's just crazy that, like I said, the spot I fished. I there's, there's, Timey's big. Yeah. Yeah, That's very I mean. big. That's the thing. Well, even it takes, on, it, even, it takes on from the other side, too, if where, they where say, he's talking about If earlier. they say 14, 15 inches on Pimey, that's a ton of water, and it got... It got up in the twenties, I think, to be. Oh like, man, I like, wonder how many props got ate through that uh, just crazy. stumps now, because it went up just enough to cover the top of some of them stumps. Hopefully, That's people still knew where they were at. Definitely put a, a damper on star fishing, huh? Oh, sure has. Smallmouth. Smallmouth no, on small creeks may be yeah, your, be one your, of the yeah. only options for that's now. That's what I tried on do. Friday. It stunk because it's so clear. True. They came down quick, like oh. creeks by my house. They're down. Six they just days. can't. It went from flooded to crystal clear. Yeah, they can't push nowhere. <laughs> that creek behind my old house looked like it was money on Friday. Yeah, they're they're good now. Again, I was surprised how much they came down because I had, dude, my house had thirty inches of water in it. I don't. I live. In I the was wondering, bro. Yeah. Could they, they have stocked flooded. your? Could they have stocked your basement? I could have stocked my basement. I, I don't know, man. It's bullshit. I hate I hate flooding rain in that case, but when it when it makes fishing good, that's cool too. And ain't no way to catch a lot of fish if there ain't a lot of fish there, right? Sure. That's what makes them run. <clears throat> I seen the boys down there though. Not the boys like the police. I see those people too, but the boys, you know, the the local fishermen are poking their noses around, like, wondering if we caught them. But they came on the wrong day, and we told them. The ones with the rattle, rattle cans full of pills. I don't know what they got. <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, the the handicapped diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. I yeah. know who you mean. <laughs> so they showed up looking all stinky with their gloves on. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking the same people. Oh, whatever. Patsy. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they probably wanted to use some though. No, nah, it was. It, they just weren't there on the right day, and it's crazy how fishing Fish goes West like that. Guys. Oh, I know. It's crazy how <laughs> fishing goes like that. You're not there on the right day, you don't get it. It's crazy. We were there. It was cool. I didn't catch many, but I was I was happy to be there. You don't get those scenarios all the time. Fishing with a gear rod for the second time, man, that's awkward as shit. I'll tell you what. I caught one on a spinning rod two weeks ago. It was weird. I'd never caught one on a spinning rod before. What striping? Yeah. Oh, they ripped, dude. Ah, they rip. I've chased a few down in my day. That's all I used to fish for them with. Back yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I broke so much gear on them fish. The ah. wall? Oh, they would, yeah, the wall yeah. down. They, yeah. they cost them. money. They cost money to throw gear to fish yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I'm glad I don't do that. You know what I mean? This, I save so much money by fishing flies that don't go to the bottom. You know, <laughs> it's crazy to think, but... One fly gets you a well, lot of fish compared to a rappella getting shit, yanked eat, off. Oh, yeah. A $10 loss, you know? Right in the rock. This is the cheap. So there's a lot of gear in there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just lost and, and to ripped off. I mean, people were undergunned. They don't know. That's why you go there one gate 
and and go get all the gear that everybody lost in the rocks. Go after a flood, and it's all along the shores. I used to walk yeah, the shores, too. big money, like some days, seventy five bucks plus. You know, picking lures up. I call it money, but whatever you want to call it. <laughs> if you get the lure, that's money. It's money. It's money you have to spend. That too. Hell yeah. I use. You would use some for parts and different stuff. You know what I mean. But, you don't walk along and pick changers out of the dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Not usually. Be checking trees. Out of the trees. <laughs> yeah, we're going to climb that. Oh, I threw a, I threw a fucking, I threw a big spinner into, a, into the, uh, um, I, and I look at this every time when I go down there. It's um, a big power line, or li- not a big power line, but a power line that goes across the r- creek there. And I'm look at all these fucking things in there, you know, and I'm like, Oh, How, how's that happen? I'm like, what kind of fucking asshole throws this thing into that? And I, and it gets hooked back on itself on my line again. And I'm so like, you can't even use the excuse that so your like, wife threw it. I'm like trying to like shake it, like you know, so it might unhook itself, so I could fling it back over the top. If I pulled it at the right time, it wasn't happening, dude. <laughs> I to swear to God, I I caught more line today too. But oh, I'm like, oh, and I fucking this this this. This power line is just pulling and pulling, and it was the worst fucking thing to try to snap your line off of, ever. Oh, I felt like I—I I mean, I was walking all the way up to the top, and cranking my shit down, trying to fucking pull this twelve-pound test off. That's how I felt. I felt like such a jackass. All these people are fucking looking at me. And they thought you were a jackass as well. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like ah, oh, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> they were all going, "It's him." Him. That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, That's what it looks yeah. like. This guy this did guy that. Did, all they've of done them. the same thing. They've looked up there and said the same thing. That giant frog up there is mine, too. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I no. threw that in there last week. <laughs> Twice? Uh, no, I didn't. Know, but, uh, I was fucking pissed. Hey. You're no good anyway. <laughs> you can't cash for shit. <sighs> uh, you're not a bass guy. Don't worry about it. Losing your shit on... High voltage lines. <laughs> yeah, high voltage lines, exactly. Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, I bet they stretch. Every day. I every bet d- they stretch. Like, oh, it did. Like mono. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have a good story about one of those. I mean, it's not a story of fishing, but pulling on a high power line. I moved a uh, real quick stupid story. I moved, unless we don't have enough time. No, we have enough time. Stupid story, yeah. I was moving a, uh, a, a swing set for some people because I used to... I used to put together swing sets for people in their backyards and stuff. Real nice, the big, nice wooden ones and stuff. And uh, so we're moving one. And me and this guy, it was like, oh, it wasn't too big. Of a, so we got, we just took one piece off of a couple pieces off it. We were moving the main piece and taking it into the truck. And we're pulling on this thing in between these people, like real tight area between a fence and these people's house. And we're just pulling on it, pulling on it, pulling on it. And all of a sudden I look up and we are just like, we're about to rip this power line off. Like, off, off. Like, and it's a whole... I mean, what the big To the side of their house. Oh, off the side of their <laughs> house. Off, yeah, off the pole, everything. So, can I give you a little this bit This thing of, is bent forever. Can I give you a little bit of a safe haven? Uh, we did the same thing this year with uh, my boss, my old boss, Evan, your your mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cousin-in-law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, he hit a low, like the bottom line, with a semi and a... And a reefer trailer. Huh. They say the high tension or the high voltage power lines are the top ones. Okay. The bottom ones are Verizon lines. This one was going into the person's house, though. Okay. So it was like the 
main. Yeah, like the main coming into their house. So that that's their high voltage line. Yeah, into the house. <laughs> like that's what I was pulling on with this thing. And it's it, dude, they really do bend. That's the, my point to the yeah. story. This thing was like ripping to the ground and just bent, bent, bent. We let it go. And it was, I mean, back up. Oh, my. It was amazing. Thank gosh we didn't break anything. Didn't kill anybody. You know, but, oh, stupid stories of that. Man, I didn't see that one. So look up before you If it would have fucking shocked you to death, you'd have seen it. You'd have seen a light. Look up into the, uh, look up into the sky before you go casting. Double check, right? Yeah. Uh, Chad, you didn't get out. How's your cut doing, man? Coming back? Yeah, man. Look. Oh, I did a whole floor with that thing, huh? Yeah. Ain't that new, ain't that new skin? I did new skin, and after I I popped the stitches out on Tuesday. So that sucks when you cut your hand because it feels weird for years and years after that. Like mm-hmm. just you touch it, it, it's a different kind of skin. Oh, yeah. You know that inside of your palm. I, it was good until I had to shake hands with people. Um, once I shook hands with people, it was kind of weird. Wait. That's my right hand. Oh, dude, that's what have you what have you been doing, man? Uh, I've been that's asked. that's even worse. That question. So it's the forever. Hands. It's the forever <laughs> stranger been, now. Hold on. How have you been shaking hands with yourself, Chad? <laughs> well, backwards you, with you, a with a, a tight grip. Without adapt- going back to the butt plugs. You adapt and overcome. <laughs> you adapt and overcome. And then I asked my wife to, uh, you know, hey, you, you help got, a brother out. I you hope got, you're you cutting the box. You got a pinch jack. You were cutting the you were it's cutting the, the like coffee box at work, right? Because you're not supposed to be working. Chad, why'd you have to put you it let that the other way, guys do you that. sick fuck? Isn't that why you worked all these years at that same job? You let the other guys fucking do that shit. I was trying to help a dude out. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to help a dude out, and I cut my hand. I was like, God damn it, I'm not... I don't hey, know. At least you didn't go hide in the bathroom and put a glove on like Michael Jackson because, you know, guys like me run around with piss in their pockets. Just all for a career. You know what? They told me. I asked him. I said, hey, do I have to go piss in a cup or something? He said, no, we, we quit doing that like three years ago. Woohoo. Should have said, fuck, I want to piss in a cup. <laughs> I, was like, can, I said, can I please piss in a cup? I, I, said, I don't I don't not smoke Shit, weed for a reason. <laughs> Let me piss. I said, please take me so I can piss in a cup. <laughs> Reassure yourself, huh? Yeah. You're, you're the good guy. Like the movie, you know? Mr. Nice Guy? Or Good Guy? Good Guy? What? Dave Chappelle? You uh, got that it. Was, that was a, uh, yeah, Mr. Nice Guy. You know who it is. Stoner. So, what do you guys think? Do you uh, think we should get going? Give Mr. Uh, John Seals a call? Please. <laughs> You've had enough of us. <laughs> you need help. We missed you last week. man how are you doing oh we're doing good but not as good as you man <laughs> no probably not unless you got one this morning hey mark how'd you do <laughs> i didn't get one this morning <laughs> <laughs> he got one yesterday morning oh that's that's that's, that's the same thing oh <laughs> uh, congratulations mark hey thanks so are you still riding uh cloud nine john 
Hell yeah. You know, I am. <laughs> think about Showing everybody you see. I huh? went out uh, last fall. I mean, I pretty much um, eschewed Steelhead in October, November, December because I was trying to capitalize on that fall winter bite for muskie. And, um, you know, there were times where, you know, I'd, I'd look up the uh, CFS on some of my Steelhead streams and I'm like, oh, man, that's perfect. Yeah, you ought to go up there and no, no, I can't. I can go over here and I can try and throw this uh, footlong changer and see if I can get a muskie because I want to get a muskie. And I didn't even steelhead fish last year. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm riding the high uh, for sure uh, for getting that one. Um, it was it was a nice day and, uh, you know, good conversation with 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 Dan, um, you know, to get it at the boat in an eight on my bug, you know, and to not mess it up, uh, that, that meant a lot to me. I thought that was pretty cool. But, I mean, obviously, I had heard you guys and your various uh, guests, uh, you know, most of them are guides um, or, like, longtime uh, musk anglers. You know, I've heard them say it a million times, so it was kind of like, no, I didn't have practice doing it, but I had practiced it in my head a million times and so it, it and what can i say it worked out i'm i'm happy it's a virtual fishing hey be uh before you go into the, the boats i eat and everything uh tell us a little bit about the pattern you're using so that's uh that's one called the high and tight um i dubbed it that because i take that ep crustaceous brush you say that three times real fast and uh <laughs> i Good luck. Uh, when you pick it out it's kind of like an untamed fro and uh, I trim it into like a like a real tight ball. When my dad was in the Navy uh, in the 60s, um, you know, like his hair, they, they call that a high and tight, the way he'd trim it up. And I know with, with fly fishing, a lot of times when people say high and tight, they're referring to that, that sail, um, that real vertical shad-like profile where you've got like um, it's super flat and it's super tall. Um, but it, it's also a way of describing, you know, buzzing a fro real tight. <laughs> so. I was gu- I was going to ask you if it had something to do with the service. Because anytime I hear high and tight, I think a dude's in the service, you know? Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm well, glad it That's does. where I got it from, my dad's uh, haircut when he was in the Navy. <laughs> so how did you go about getting in touch with Dan? What? You know, um, you know, he had seen me posting. I mean, for a while, I wasn't posting like um, – you know, like a big commercial tire, but I was posting a lot of big bugs for a while in the yeah, fall. Yeah, you were. Because um, I was, you know, I was I was getting psyched. You know, I was I was going to go do it. And um, and it, it also takes practice. Uh, when you are usually tying bass flies or trout flies, it's just, it's different. And you, you've got to practice it. And so um, that's what I was posting. I was posting like my progression. And I think he saw it and just took note of it. And we just chatted a lot. And, um, you know, realized we weren't that far from one another, um, you know, under three hours. So uh, and I had discovered some haunts that he knows just kind of through GPS, you know, just looking at you know, doing Google Earth and just, you know, looking at looking at a body of water and thinking like, oh, I bet there's a muskie there, you know. And um, we just kept in touch and we, we talked about trying to put together just fishing together Um and you know, it finally came into fruition last Friday. 
he had a free day, you had a free day, and uh, the moon aligned with the stars. And that's right, that's right. Yeah, the- he had uh, he had time, and uh, I had time, and um, you know, the spring. I don't know about where you guys are, but I know the spring here. Uh, it's been there wasn't a lot of rain. And so a lot of the rivers were, were really uh, low and clear. Yeah, and, um, you know, so we put it off a couple of times. We, we talked about it in May and we talked about it in June. And then we, we couldn't make it work until July, but it worked. And then it got super hot. So um, I'm kind of glad we did it when we did because we probably weren't going to go in this area, you know, in the like Illinois, Wisconsin area um, last week. So we, we really needed to go that, you know, that week before. So it, it worked out. So you got to go in a, a moving body of water. No, we did go to a lake. Okay. We did go to a lake because we talked about some of the rivers, but they were still, um, they were still a little too low. And, um, you know, he was just saying like, we'll make it a game time decision. I'll tell you where to meet me. And, um, you know, we ended up going to a, to a lake that, that worked out. I mean, there were, there was one other angler, when we got there, and I think by the time we got off the water, he was off. I think he did stick one trolling. Uh, it looked like he had some planer boards out, and he uh, at one point he got a fish, and then we got that one probably an hour and a half later. And then there's only some pleasure uh, boaters out there and uh, some people on paddle boards, somebody in a giant duck. With, uh, <laughs> with pedals <laughs> and uh that was about it so did you ask the dudes that you're at their wakeboards after uh after you caught the muskie so, did i ask them what if they if you ride wakeboards with them no. <laughs> no no we we i mean honestly like we took a moment to celebrate because he knew that was my first one on the fly and um you know we were hooting and hollering and by the time we were hungry and uh it, you know, honestly, our next thought was, all right, let's 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 see how many more we can get. You know, let's see if there if there's a bite going on or do we catch like the lone fish over here in this area? Well, with you and that other boat being that you caught them pretty similar in time. Was there a, uh, any moon event going on then? He said the uh, I want to say and I don't know. Forgive me. I don't know the moon events well, other than some people like the full moon bite. Most people seem to like the dark moon as it's approaching or the day of the dark moon. He said we missed the major. Like we hadn't caught a fish yet, and he said the major was over. Uh, and that was in the after. That was maybe like, I think we caught the fish at 2.15 p.m. Uh, and I, I believe that's what he said, we missed the major. Anytime is Miller time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like I, like I told you guys before, I listen to the show all the time. I. I think I hear more guides talk about the moon phase being key than I hear guides say that they don't pay attention to it or it doesn't matter. But I do hear a lot of people say, yeah, well, you know, you catch them when you can catch them. And certainly for most of us, we have to kind of get out and fish when we can. And, um, you know, it might be a cold front, you know, the day you are ready to go fishing and it might be not a great moon phase, but you Still trying. You're still gonna fish. You, you're probably not gonna cancel it. Exactly, so, man. You gotta get out when care. you can. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> it was the right day, the right time. In fact, it all came together. Yeah, that's right. It so, was major to me. <laughs> major. It was major to me. It was a major to you. Yeah. So, can you can you walk us through your high and tight pattern? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so that is a pattern. Um, I, I think I told you guys before, I, I go to Nagagami up in um, Hornpain, Ontario. It's pretty rural. Uh, drive 11 hours and then fly the last 20 minutes and land on the water. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's tons of pike. And uh, the first time I went there, uh, I was using feather game changers and drunken disorderlies and and catching pike and loving it. And so then I started thinking of like, how do I tie, you know, flies that are geared more towards pike? And um, and we just, you know, we couldn't go last year or this year because of the border. But in 2022, we'll go. But we've, we've been back since since that first time I went and I started working on uh, Buford's. And so, I mean, if you look at that fly, it probably reminds you of a Buford. And at the time, I, you know, I really couldn't source, I couldn't figure out the schlopping. I would get the bundles and uh, I got tired of culling through that bundle to get like 30% good feathers. And uh, the rest I just didn't like. And I thought that was not a good value. Um, and I didn't know at the time, because I worked on that pattern in 2016 and 17. It was probably the end of 2017 before I had it the way I liked it. But, I, you know, I wasn't good at a Buford head then. I mean, hell, I'm not great at a Buford head now, even though I'm pretty good at spinning deer hair and, and trimming it. You know, But I think it's it's kind of pattern specific for me. You know, like I, I tie drunks a lot, so I'm pretty good at those. You'd say, well, a Buford, is it that different from like spinning and it flares and you and sometimes you trim it, sometimes you don't? Yeah. Yeah, it feels it feels different. So <laughs> what, when we're done with this, can we get into what's different between them? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. But keep going with what you're going with. But I okay. won't get into that. <laughs> so I was um I was so I was working on like how to make this fly right. And I kind of set it aside for a minute because um I didn't like the 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 inconsistency with the the uh, saddle tails. Now, since I've learned like how to buy them, and now it's just fine. You just you buy the you know you buy the the rooster saddle, or you buy the big the big uh, musky slopping pack, and you get plenty. But I was buying the smaller ones, and I just felt like you know I'm I'm getting like four feathers out of twenty that I like, and um, so I set it aside, and I was working on a steelhead fly, and I was going to do an EP. some flash and I spun it and I picked it out and I'm like that's a big bulky head like what if you don't trim this into a, a, a steelhead fly what if you take this and put this in front of some bucktail and you figure out how to hold its shape and um and so that's what I did so I went back to it and I I had at this point I had learned how to tie um uh, an articulated delivery man which is uh andreas's pattern that you know that that huge beautiful jerk fly i'm sure you've seen that video on fly tv of that olive and orange one that he uh that he ties yeah man and uh and that's where i learned about big fly fiber and i thought well what if i use that as the tail so you know i, I put that in the tail it, i figured it's going to be consistent it's got a little sheen to it you know it's almost got its own little bit of flash um, and then if you buy it, you can buy 
curly as a solid color or you can buy it curly as a blend where it's like And then, you know, it's bucktail. A lot of it is tied in the round, and then I start to high tie it towards the front so that I can get a dark, dark shoulder, light belly. And, um, you know, I do crab for shoulders, and I put that EP Crustaceous brush on it. And initially, I picked it out like, uh, like an afro from the 70s, <laughs> and then I just cut a complete, um, like, pie face out of it. So I made it, like, super flat, the way you see some... Some fly tires would do a super flat-faced Buford. Yeah. So I made it super flat, and then I would glue it with UV resin. So it was like a plate, like a dinner plate coming at you. So it was like and, Undercover um, Brother. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it was like Undercover Brother's Afro. But yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was big. And um, <laughs> so I did it with UV resin, and then I did it with Loon Soft. Um, or I think it's Loon Soft or Loon Flex, and I let it air dry. And so then I had this big rubbery face. And when I first tried it, if you give it like a really hard yank, it will cobra. So it'll come through the water and with like a, you know, with some slack and a pause, it will turn, it can turn completely around. And I didn't love that just because I can't imagine a lot of muskie gets stared down by sucker, you know, or yeah. pike. <laughs> They're not looking them back in the eye. Yeah, and um, just from some of the the Shark Week crap I've seen, which just serves as serves no purpose other than scare the crap out of you. But um, I guess facing great whites often kind of makes them pause a minute. Like if you see one in the water, it's better to be facing them than to uh, try and swim away right away and, and see if you and he will they will back off a little bit. So that was I didn't have any proof of this, but that was my thought was I really don't want a fly that turns and looks back at the following fish um so i scratched that idea and then i kind of trimmed it into like a bulbous ball and i still use some resin to hold the the face you know hold the shape and so i liked it you know it would it would you could you could feel the drag as you're put, pulling through the water and then it stops and that big fly fiber just kind of undulates and waves in the back and it will especially in current um it will turn sideways, you know, it'll move kind of like a jerk fly. Like you, you pull it hard and then give it like a little bit of slack and it will like veer off to the side a little bit and that tail waves. And I said, I like this. So I took it up to Nagagami and uh, then slayed pike on it. And at the time, I think I was using um, like ginger white and orange um, just because orange seemed to work up there. That's a tannin stained uh, lake. And orange seems to be a big color up there, more than pink. Like pink doesn't do me all that well up there, but like fire tiger or olive and orange or or ginger and orange, brown and orange, it works really, really well in that lake. So I so then I ran with it, and um, you know I just kept tying it and and you know trying it for musky as well. But like I knew it worked well for pike. Man, I. Jeez, I can't wait to see uh to see the pattern in real life. So what what are the color combos that you got going on with the uh with them? So um, 
I, I think I first tied that for a flyman contest because it does have a shank off the back for the big fly fiber. Um, and it's like if you go from rear to front, it's shank, hook, hook. And so when I uh, first tied it, I did it in like brown, brown and tan on top and uh, orange in the tail and like white for the belly. And then I also do a, a perch-ish one which is olive over orange. And um, the Flyman had a, a contest. Uh, I didn't tie it for them. Like, I don't work for them. But they, have a, uh, they had a contest. It was a shank contest. And um, I entered a couple of flies in it. I think I entered three or four into that contest. And, um, and I eventually ended up submitting that one. Once it worked for me for pike, I submitted that to catch fly fish. Uh, they're one of the wholesalers like a, you know, like an Umcor or an MFC, and um, and they liked it, and so I submitted uh, brown and orange, you know, over white, and then olive and orange, and now we're gonna do, uh, I'm gonna submit a few more colors. So it it is gonna be commercially available. Yeah, it it is now. It is now. It's been available. Um, I want to say, I got in in 2018 for the 2019 catalog. So it's been available for a couple of years. Huh. Is that the only fly you have that you've, uh, you've designed? No, no, I've got, uh, I have 50, I think I have 15 SKUs and the each color is its own SKU. So okay. I probably have something like 10 patterns, but there are a couple of them that I do in a couple of colors. I mean, basically what I, what I do is I work with them. I mean, I, what I told them is, you know, I won't send you something unless it works. So, you know, bear with me if you only get one or two a year and you don't get 20. <laughs> yeah. I, you, I, I, I you tie a lot, junk, but I don't you know? <laughs> think the world needs to see everything I tie if it doesn't work. <laughs> I hear you, man. Hey, man, Chad has a lot of those. Uh, dude, I got junk sitting around everywhere. <laughs> oh, I, I do too. Uh, we just moved at the end of June three blocks away and, uh, Dude, I called so many flies. I mean, some of them I set aside and like, you know, I will double look them. I don't them. know if I'll, <laughs> I'll take a take a razor to them or if I'll pitch them or if I'll give some away or sell some. I mean, they still have to be great to give to someone like they can't just be OK. But I can't tell you how many times I've gone down to a lake or a river and it doesn't have to be for musky. It could be for smallmouth, which are. I'm sure somebody will grumble, but I think they're often easier to have success with day in and day out than musky. And, uh, yeah, I've tied some where, yeah, they don't catch a smallmouth. And I'm like, this is a little black sculpin. How are you not catching a smallmouth? Like, show me the smallmouth that won't eat this. And all the smallmouth in unison go me. <laughs> so you're just like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'll set it aside or, you know, I'll pitch it. But yeah, I've got a ton of those. I, I only send them the ones that, that, that work and work well. And then, um, you know, I, I have a lot of friends who fish in kind of like neighboring states. This one, of course, but then like some of Wisconsin, tons in Michigan, just because we're there all the time. And I will, I will give them some patterns too. And, you know, say, tell me what you think of this. And then, you know, they'll fish them and tell me like, yeah, you know, I had a follow, but nothing happened. Or they'll say, dude, like <laughs> they, they blew it up. And so that gives me good feedback. And I like to have other people fish it um, to give me feedback and tell me what they think, especially if they are someone who works at a fly shop, you know, so someone who maybe has been fly fishing since he was seven, 
as opposed to me who started fly fishing when I was 41. Exactly. <laughs> so you'd like to have Tommy swim some of your D&Ds rather than me or Jay, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I would like to I would I would like to have him swim some. And he has he has told me that some of them are pretty good, but I I can't I can't imagine he's going to tie one of mine on. Uh he's got boxes and boxes and boxes of perfect D's. I can't imagine I'm going to send him a couple and he'd say, "Oh, let me try this one." Yeah, dude, uh, I know maybe, what you mean. Maybe, it better you know. be good. <laughs> I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a funny story and he might appreciate this. Um I think it was the, I think it was the steelhead day, the day that I caught that steelhead with him. I had a box, dude. It was I had prepared it because I wanted to show him, like, hey man, I can tie some D's, and uh, I probably had like fifteen D's in there, and um, and it was that nice um, MFC boat box with like the double lock yeah. on each side and top and bottom, and it's real bulky and it's deep, so you can put big bushy flies in there. So you put the and, D in uh, deep. <laughs> What'd you say? So you can put the D in deep. Yeah. And so, like I said, I had about 15 of them in there. And uh, we were having lunch. And I said, uh, t- you know, tell me what you think. And I remember he was looking through them. Nah. He, yeah, well, he didn't say much. And then he said, uh, yeah, don't use the straight eye. Uh, that's a lot of material. And he picked one up and said, oh, this one's pretty good. Who tied this one? <laughs> Who tied it? <laughs> It's my box. I tied it. Hey, listen here, motherfucker. But, I mean, I got a fifteen. He found one that he thought, yeah, yeah, this one looks good. So, uh, no, I probably won't send. Uh, I probably won't send a guru his own fly <laughs> to fish. You that's know. that's freaking funny. Stick to making your own. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, who tied this one? At least, at least he told you along the way what was wrong a little bit. Oh, that's that's too much. So let's hear a little bit more about this uh, muskie you're riding high on. I want to uh, yes. hear, hear more about the boat side eat and how that all worked, and tell us a little more about that day. Well, so we uh, we got out on the water. Um, it was pretty weedy, as you can imagine, um, a relatively shallow lake in the Midwest in July. Um, you know, weeds everywhere. And so I'm glad I went with him because there are some spots where you could fish from shore, but you would never, um, you would never get a good presentation. I mean, you could probably, if you could bomb out an 80 foot cast, you're probably still three inches above the weeds uh, the moment your fly hits the water. Uh, And so you'd never get it back without cleaning it off. Uh, So it was nice to get off of that weed line and, um, you know, it was hot without being too hot. Like it was shorts weather and T-shirt weather and you didn't need a jacket, but you weren't so hot that you were suffering in shorts and T-shirt. So probably 82, you know, something like that. And the water temps, when we caught that fish, the water temps were, I think, 76. And we were thinking, you know, our day may be coming to an end here because if it keeps getting warmer, we we're going to have to stop. Just because, you know, you don't want to catch them if it's, I, th- I think, it's, is it 80 for muskie or is it even in the high 70s where you don't want to catch them? Typically high 70s, mid, even 77, 78 max. Okay, yeah, so we were right there. Max, um, max. And he is a steward uh, of the watersheds there and the fish. And, I mean, he is, he is all about um, taking care of the fish. So um, we fished kind of in the middle of the lake, the deep, 
the deeper channel for a while, nothing. We were just casting. Uh, I tied up a batch of flies for him just because I appreciate him, um, you know, just keeping me focused. You know, like you guys have always been, you know, positive towards me. You know, someone trying to catch a muskie, it's hard to do. You you know people can get discouraged. Um, but We're rooting I, for I you, wasn't sir. I quit, and I appreciate people that are like, no, no, you know, keep tying, keep throwing, keep tying, keep throwing, keep stripping. Exactly, and man. He, keep after was, it. Yeah, and he's one of those people. And so um, so we were practicing. Um, I tied him up like eight. I tied him some high-end tights in colors that are not available yet. Um, and uh, he really liked them, and I tied him some other stuff, some changers. And uh, just just for his own personal box. And then we got over to an edge where you could see it was like shallow and sandy for like 15, 20 feet from the bank. And you could see the weeds and you could see it, it would descend into dark green. And he said it was like a nine to 10 foot drop at the edge of those weeds. So there were people splashing and playing in the water like they had a, a little rowboat over there. And the kids got out and they were splashing in the water and we were thinking, um, yeah, that's kind of where we want to fish, but, you know, what can you do? I mean, it's, it's public lake, you know, you're, you're going to have people who revel uh, in the water and there's not much you can do about it. So we'll, we'll fish. And then when they leave, we'll come back and fish again. And, and sometimes, you know, he said, muskie are not bothered by that sort of thing. So it was only like 10, 15 minutes over in this one spot. And I got a good cast out, and I'm, and I'm working it back. And what's interesting is uh, I didn't have to do that. Um, that was not a day where we did the real thought-out retrieve, where you're 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 trying to really make it seem like it's doing like ten different things all the way back to the boat. It was just power, like cast it, get it down to the depth you think you want, like if you're over shallow weeds, get it back quickly. If we're in, you know, 12, 13 feet of water, you know, go ahead and count it down a little bit, then start retrieving. But it, he said, like, it's a fast bite. So right now you got to you got to excite them. So, you know, nothing too slow. So it was just literally like strip, 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 strip. And he was even doing like um, hand over hand saltwater style. Um, so that's what I did. I got it out to the weed edge and I was just like stripping it back, stripping it back, stripping it back, stripping it back. And uh, I'm probably two and a half, three rod lengths from the boat. Not not that far. I'm probably one and a half rod lengths from the boat because the water had two feet of visibility in this spot on this side of the lake. It had one one foot of visibility where we started, two feet over here. And um, it's like, I see the fish. And he says, dude, you got a fish following. And I it was know. almost <laughs> like I didn't need him to say that, but I did. Pressure. <laughs> because when I saw it, it was just like I – I was like, what's that? What's going on? And so I think I had like three strips left, like literally. He said, keep it moving. So I like strip, strip, strip. And he was following it like at a good pace, but he didn't like bolt. Like it wasn't like a crazy, like you know how you throw something. And maybe Muskie do it too. This is the only one I caught on the fly. Um, but certainly Pike do it where like you throw it near the weeds and then you'll see the weeds move and boil 20 yeah, feet man. away from your fly <laughs> and coming over for it. He didn't do that. Um, but he was moving at maybe like five miles an hour. You know, like I'm following it, but I'm not ready to kill it yet. And um, we got it up, and then I, I was using the SA, uh, the figure eight leader, just because like, and I felt like I didn't want any mistakes. 
you know, I know how to tie a muscular leader, but I said I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you guys to provide this leader for me. And um, you know, you feel that like click when you get the 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 butt into the rod tip. So now you've got that perfect length to figure eight. Because if it's you know, you guys know it's too yeah. long, you can't figure it. You can't figure it right. It just like hangs and lolly dicks and yeah. And so I felt that little click. And so then I plunged the rod tip down deep into the figure eight came up out of it and, and like so he disappeared because i probably was four feet down but when i came up out of it he was on it and now he was much faster and then i think i plunged it again and we was on when he was on it again he just went and uh sucked it in from the back and then i set back the other way uh you know back towards like back his, into his, his face yeah back into his skull oh <laughs> <Hell> yes <laughs> and uh and then he did that like that that like snake thing that pike and muskie do when you hook them they kind of like start oh, writhing yeah. underwater and he was like yeah <laughs> he, uh, he said keep them tight keep them tight and then he's he's getting the net ready and he had just like the biggest i mean he had a human net he could, he could have picked up a small person in this net and uh he, he had it already unfolded but just had to telescope it out and uh sure enough the muskie dove under the boat and now he's going towards the trolling motor. So I, you know, I, I stuck the rod out to maneuver him around the blades of the motor, um, and then got him on the the starboard side of the boat. And um, and I'm pulling, and then he kind of like pulled like on my fingertips a little bit. So I gave him like I don't know five inches of line. And then you know I stepped back and stripped back, and he got the net under him. And then like he just sat down for a second, and he was just like, yeah. And so I. You know, I'm looking over his shoulder like, we got him in the net, right? You had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's super and, cool. What's going on right and, now? Uh, yeah, we, they were high five, fist bump. And, um, and you know, and he's, he's real good about it because he, uh, he knew keep, the net is big enough and deep enough. Keep the net in the water. So we kept the net in the water and um, just pull it a little bit. So now I'm on the, the butt of the handle. And he's up at the net and just keeping the musky just enough water so he can unhook it while it stays in the water. And, um, you know, then he said, like, you know, we won't we won't worry about it until you're ready. Go ahead. Get your hands nice and wet. Um, so I stuck both hands into the lake to get them nice and wet. And he said, like, you know, I want you to grab the tail just like this. This was not a big musky. I mean, it was a it was a great fish. But we we're not talking like, you know, like a 54, you know, man. I had to grab this thing like six times. Like every time I grabbed it, he was just like, I don't think so. And he was just like, uh-uh. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm like gripping as, as tight as I think I should be gripping a living animal. You know, like I don't feel like I should be gripping this tail any tighter than this. And they're so slippery. He was just like, I'm out of here. And uh, so he took me like so. six grips before I locked it. And it's like, okay, that's the kind of pressure I need for this sucker? Okay. So then, you know, then I got my hand just a little bit under the belly and he had the camera unlocked and ready and we just lifted kind of straight up and I'm leaning over the lake so that if he flops, he flops into the net or into the lake, not into the boat. Um, and we, you know, we got the picks and then, um, then I just set him right down uh, next to the net in the lake and he said, don't do the back and forth, just kind of hold him gently. And when he's ready to kick, you know, you let him go and he kicked and he was gone. And then we would fist bump, you know, chest bump, high five. And uh, I think 
we we probably put a couple more casts in, but they were like, no, nah, no, nah, let's eat. I'm hungry. Yeah, let's <laughs> we get out of here. <laughs> We've had enough. <laughs> Used yeah. your luck, man. That's but that's yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty epic, man. And then, um, like I said, just that you know, I had worked on that fly for a while, and um, I fished it a lot last year, and I've had friends catch muskie on that fly. You know, I've had I've had friends catch muskie on that fly before I did. Well, but I, but I knew said, it was a good pike fly. You didn't send these friends any of that, those flies to try out. Well, that was one of my questions <laughs> for you for today was like, if you like it, because I, I put it in the post because I retired that one because that one did its job. You know, that fly earned me my first muskie so it can sit out. And I, of course, have replaced it already last week <laughs> a couple times with other <laughs> versions of it. Um, so but yeah, if you guys like it, I'll send you a couple. Yeah, man, we I definitely try it out. Um, so what are you gonna do with that fly? You put it in a shadow box? Um, you hang it over your your uh, your headboard in your bed so your wife gets to look at it every day. What uh, well, what, what are you gonna do? Is she well, as, is she as I, impressed with you as we are? She she was impressed, um, but I'd like to stay married, so it's definitely not going over the headboard. Um, <laughs> It'll probably go in my tying area. I don't know if it needs a shadow box. I, I might. <laughs> you know, it's a big deal to me. Plus, I, you know, I, I talk a lot. So when people are like, "Hey, John, what are you doing this week?" Oh, I'm gonna go fly fish for a muskie. And people are like, "You're gonna, you're gonna fish for muskie? Yeah, with a fly rod? Yeah. Why?" I'm just like, I don't want to have to go into this with you, man. Because just, I'm stupid. I'm going to fly fish for muskie. <laughs> for fun. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, especially last year, my friends were like, well, how'd you do? Did you, did you get one? She's like, no, I didn't get one. You know, so it is more special uh, to me than a lot of flies that have caught a lot of fish. So it might it might end up in a shadow box. So do you think this fueled, you know, the fire to just just – go even harder or do you think you know you're like oh now i can go back to hey whatever bass whatever Pitch i did before head. yeah steelhead what do you think well um yes and no so yes hell yeah of course i haven't tied a a dollberg or a nymph or a changer a feather changer all week it's been nothing but high and tights and big jerks and <laughs> you know Huge flies, five odds, um, six odds. Uh, so that is where my energy is right now. Um, throughout an entire calendar year and knowing that some days I may need to go fish for four hours. And so I got to drive somewhere that's 20 or 30 minutes away. I will still fish for smallmouth, obviously. Um, you know, and I'll still fish for trout and steelhead. But now there's no question. I mean, catching one. Like having done it, not just read about it or not just listening to it on a on podcast, but actually accomplishing it. I just dude, I'm so excited. Like I'm so excited. Like I got I got trips on you, in my head already. I got uh ready to go. I got trying to do like I did go to St. Clair to fish with my friend Dave for smallmouth, but that was in May. So they're not really chasing musky on Lake St. Clair in May. Um but I do want to go with Eric this year if I can. Uh, I still want to go when it when when the fall turns around. I'm going to get up to the North Woods, um, and so that's that's the difference. Is now I'm like planning these excursions, and I know you know it's not like 
just because you plan it, it'll happen. But I'm planning to go to places where the populations are better than where I've been going. And, um, and I will, uh, I am just very, very geeked on muskie right now. I, I, I don't think I can make that my only fish just because I like to fish so often. And I often need to fish pretty close by in order to get my fly fishing uh, Jones <laughs> out yeah, of the fix. way. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it ramped up from last year. And it was pretty, I was pretty jacked last year. And I would say it ramped up from then. Because now I, I at least know what it's like to, to hook one. And hook one in a pretty spectacular freaking way. Absolutely, man. <laughs> that, that's freaking cool. Getting a boat side eat, watching it eat, that, that's where it's at. I always thought that if I got a boat side eat, I would not have a figure eight experience that it would just, it would not happen the first couple of times. And I said, I always hoped that, you know, when I do get a muskie on the fly, it'll be like 20 feet out and the fly will just stop and slam and it'll slam, you know, the rod will try and jerk out of my hands and I'll like set it the way you typically smallmouth fish. You know, that's what I was kind of hoping. Cause I thought that might be easier but I don't know that that would be easier because now you got way more line out. And, um, you know, it, I just think you got to strip them in now. So you've got a lot more opportunity for something to go wrong. And you don't have the memory. The memory of seeing that, like, I feel like I could hear it. I know I, could, I, know I couldn't. <laughs> but I add, a, I add a sound effect to it because it's my story and I do whatever the hell I want. And in my story, that muskie went, and, and I swear I could have heard it. And I would not get that if he ate 20 feet out. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that sound effect again? So next time I get a muskie, that's kind of what, once I, a year. That's what I, what I sound like when I eat a pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> well, that's what he thought he was getting. <laughs> he thought he was getting a pulled pork sandwich. So, so let me ask you guys, how do you, because you guys, um, I know you probably fished some single hook flies, but like on that one, I have tied it with one hook in the past, but that fish with that fly on that day in the figure eight, I would not have gotten him. I don't think because he was hooked on the stinger. How, how, how strong are you guys on stingers when you do like 10, 12 inch flies? Are you always, you know, two hooks or do you, do you sometimes, feel like you have a lot of success on one big hook up front so where is the stinger oriented in the the length of the fly if you look at if you look at the high and tight that stinger is probably 60 percent back so there's 40 percent tail okay. and then there's a stinger and then there's the 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 two beads and then there's the main hook so it's the back middle of the fly Okay, I'm I'm cool with tying a fly like that. Real typical, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just I know I've heard people say like they don't like stingers, you know. They, well, that's, they, that's they just want the the one no, big yeah. hook up front. So, and then I know people that like live by the stinger. Especially I've heard people talk about it in the figure eight that so many times that's where they get them is with that stinger hook. And if they didn't have it, they wouldn't get them. I guess I don't know that I would consider that a stinger hook, though. No, I, I would think. No. I mean, yeah, no, a stinger hook's going to be something that's trailing at the back end of it. I mean, that's embedded in oh. with two shanks. I mean, that's just. Wouldn't it be like if if the does it have material on it? If it has material on yes. it, I wouldn't consider it a stinger hook. 
Okay. Right. So yeah, it does a have material. Hook so it's not just have the material. Yeah, that's like right? a trailing hook. You're yeah. talking. You're oh, if you're gonna eat it real deep, or I, mean, I don't think just, a yeah, I don't think a certain size hook is is really the concern. I think the smaller hook, like a trailing smaller hook, is is more of a problem. You know, I would sucked in. I would classify a stinger hook something like like an intruder fly. Yeah. We tie it on a shank and have a stinger hook out. Yeah. Yeah. You know trailing out the back so it stings anyone grabbing the tail. short strike mm-hmm. okay yeah you know what i mean so then yeah i wouldn't call this a stinger then i would just call it the second hook yeah the exactly hook. yeah no i mean i would never put a hook up front and run shanks behind it you know to that length if it was like a seven eight inch fly that's one thing but a 12 inch yeah. fly to have a hooked hoy up front now yeah so yeah it worked out and it's on that one, um, when I submitted it to catch, it was a six-aught predator stinger up front and then um, a two-aught trout predator as the second hook. And for the pike in Canada that I was fishing for, that was fine. Uh, I don't know, you know, once, once you get into, like, muskie over, like, 48, if that two-aught trout predator is enough, although it seems pretty stout. But catch substitutes it anyway. So they use the Gamakatsu um, five-aught spinnerbait hook up front, which has more bite even than the Predator Stinger. And then they use a three-aught saltwater hook in the back. So the ones that that a fly shop might get from catch, they're they're essentially more musky-oriented than the original one that I tied, which, you know, admittedly was pike-oriented. And then this one was the five-aught spinnerbait hook up front, and then a four-aught Kona, um, I think the big game hunter, the shorter shank Kona um, was my second hook. And it was perfect. I mean, it was like, it was, it was a lip hook, but it was like past the, uh, that hard outer part of the, the mouth. So it was, it was, it was like, it, it required a pop to get it back out. And that means I had them locked in. So <laughs> that, that was, that was awesome. Hell yeah, man. So, uh, at the end of the day, in all the different guide trips you've had, we we love Dan. Where would where would he rank at the end of the day? Oh, dude, he's high. He's high. <laughs> That's what we wanted to hear. <laughs> he's high, dude, because he. Uh, I mean, so especially with fly fishing, like if you go with a a, a general musky guide, they can help you with telling you where to go, you know, where to cast. They can tell you how to present. But like some of the fly fishes can now watch your stroke and say, hey, don't false cast so much, you know, which Dan was able to tell me, like, yeah, you don't need that extra one. Like, because for a while there, I picked up uh, the 12 weight, uh, the IMX Pro, um, and I threw that. And um, he said, yeah, you don't even need to false cast that. Like literally throw it back, haul it forward and let it go. He said it, it it it'll it'll take the fly and the line and you're good. So, ha, like fishing, and he and he's not a guide. He he's he's a buddy and he runs that shop, but he he doesn't guide. He, we were just fishing together. But having somebody with that kind of experience, um, it really helped because and- like I could make myself more efficient. And then having somebody to be able to say like you know two handed if you want to, but um, keep it fast. Like, you know, you got to you got to trigger them like we're not doing pauses. You know, you got to bring that thing back and make them come out of the weeds and come get it. And, I, you know, I, 
I don't know that everyone knows that, even if someone maybe takes people out musky fishing all the time with gear because some stuff is is kind of known or common and they just may not understand the fly world and he does so he ranks right up there man you gotta and, be a good friend to tell you some shit like that yeah, man. i had to tell oh. that to jason one time and now he thinks he's a fucking god <laughs> but i've always been a god what are you talking about jason? oh yeah yeah Jesus i ripped the game changer really fast no damn but, right but for real the uh the lack of the extra back cast that's going to come into play with your other sport fishing as well your smallmouth yeah. and your trout fishing as well when you're oh, it's, when you're going down the river in a boat yeah you you lose that one false cast and you'll be able to get 30 percent more flies in the water your buddy shouldn't let you suck like that you see how they correct that real quick i know man <laughs> I tell you, no, I, I tell you that, not to cast. That's too one much. of my casting oh, faults for back, sure. Backcaster, my weakness. Often will do an extra false cast, and I don't know why. Um, Tommy joked that I like to feel the thump, 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 and he's like, "Stop doing that." <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> you know, uh, just you know, trust that you did it right and and let it go. Uh, and you do, you waste time, especially uh, in a river, in a drift boat, where. I've seen people just hit like like slot after slot after slot or hit a log like four times before they leave the area. You know, whereas with all those false casts, you might get it once or twice or exactly. one good one. And then the next one is at the back of the log where the fish isn't. And, uh, and then it's over. Yeah, man, you get that back and out and, and that's the way to go. I think it helps with fatigue, too, with musky flies, because. They, they are big. The lines are heavy. The rods are bigger. And um, if you don't have to wave your arm, you know, back and forth as many times, you can fish longer. So, no, I, I, I thought he ranked very high as a knowledgeable uh, musky angler and friend to have in the boat. And, uh, I mean, shit, he put me on one, you know. So that's <laughs> Number one in your boat. Count, count it. Him. Goddamn right, man. <laughs> like I said, we love Dan, so we're we're high on his praise as well. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. So we'll we'll try and do it again in the fall, well, um, or even sooner, depending on how our schedules work out. But yeah, man, I'm I'm already like looking at my work calendar, looking at like what we got family stuff, you know, coming up, and like okay, so we're gonna be in Michigan this weekend. No, 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 I won't ask for it then. All right. So <laughs> this Saturday I can get up to Wisconsin. Like that's literally how I'm looking at it. So yeah, I would say, um, yeah, they're not my only fish that I want to pursue, but like as bad as I wanted to pursue them last year, it's probably like three or four fold this year. <laughs> like I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. One quick question. Where, where can people find a couple of these flies and maybe some of the names of the other patterns? Yeah. So um, if you're, so catch is a wholesaler. So to buy from them, you, you have to have a fly shop. So Dan does, he's got musky full. So he, he's a shop. Um, he can order them and, uh, he is going to, and, uh, yeah, if your local fly shop deals with catch fly fish, you can ask, you know, ask them to, to put in an order. Um, the high and tight is my pike focused fly. And obviously now it's my musky focused fly and when I submit these next few colors, they're going to be on bigger stouter hooks, and I'm going to change uh, my wire recommendation as well uh, going forward. Because what he what he asks me to do um, at catch is to 
do the step-by-step -step and send in the samples. And so at the bottom of the step-by-step, -step, I'll do the inspiration. I'll do a paragraph on the inspiration and then like, I'll just say what I have caught on it so far and where, just so he has a better idea of where I was coming from with the fly. And uh, I am going to recommend, um, you know, stouter hooks uh, just so more people feel more confidence throwing them uh, for musky. Cause obviously you don't catch musky on like an Aberdeen, <laughs> you know, you need something big and stout. And so I'm going to be, um, trying to make sure that it's the gamakatsu spinnerbait or the trout trout uh the predator stinger um that six shot is is a beast of a hook yeah it is. and uh and uh so you can get them there and then um i've got a few others most of what i have sent in is very smallmouth focused because that's what i know um you know that's what i fish for the most um i think my favorite that i have come up with is the two-timer which is essentially a double Lil Kim. You know, it's if you have you seen the fly uh, Aram's Lil Kim? No. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's a woolly bugger with a, a marabou cape on the top. Okay. You know, more or less. It's a conehead woolly bugger with a marabou cape. And instead of saddle uh, palming around the shank, you use um, aqua veil or palmer chenille. You know, use a, a flashy body. Okay. And, um, any fly shop that you go to probably has a Rom's Lil' Kim. So if you look at it or if you Google it, you'll say, okay, so John does a double. And that's essentially what it is. It's a double Lil' Kim, uh, except the back does not have the cape, only the front. So I want that back to be a little lighter uh, and to wiggle. And then I do a fish mask with eyes. And uh, that came out of fishing one of the smallmouth rivers here that's west of me. <clears throat> I was using larger stuff when the flows were like 800 CFS and I was able to go fishing there, like I think once a week for like a month and a half, but it was a drought. So every week I would go back, it was going down and down and down. So it was 800 something CFS, then 600, then five, then it was hovering at four and then like three, three something, then it got under three. But as it got under six, the bigger stuff didn't work for me. And so I started thinking like, how can I, you know, I want something a little bit bigger than a woolly bugger, but I don't want it to be something the smallmouth will refuse. So um, that's where I came up with the two-timer. That's one of my favorites. Like that's, that's one that anybody that, um, that I'm getting into fly fishing that likes bass and they say, like, oh, tie me a fly, you know, show me what I can use. I will always give them, you know, a, a two-timer or a couple of them because uh, it's easy to fish. And uh, it works. And it also, it caught me my biggest brown trout. Uh, I went out on a day where I tried everything on the switch rod that was steelhead focused, black, purple, olive, olive and orange, olive and pink, black and orange, nothing. And I said, the only thing I haven't tried was white. And it, that's the only white fly I had in my box was a, was a two timer. And I swung that and stuck this huge brown trout. So um, I do like it. And I've caught other brown trout on it and naturally smallmouth and largemouth and rock bass and pike. So it's, it's just a minnow, you know, it's an articulated minnow in, in white. So you can't, you almost can't go wrong. No, man. Um, <laughs> and, and then another one I do, um, it's called the layer cake. It's, it's one of my favorites too. It fluctuates. I use it between, I use it for bass trout and uh, pike. So it's not very big. I got the idea of the first time I learned about craft burr was from one of uh, Fly Fish in the Ozarks videos. 
featuring uh, Matt Grieski, and it was the Fur Trader, and it's uh, it's one of his older patterns when he was um, when he was mainly I guess focused on trout and and smallmouth, and so that's where I learned about craft fur, and so I did something similar to that. It's just it's craft fur and it's ripple ice, it's articulated, and then it's got a laser dub head that's pressed real flat. Um, so that in the current, when you pop it, it'll like jackknife on the paws, you know, as it gets pushed downstream a little bit. And that has proven to be very successful for me in a little bit higher water for smallmouth, um, but for smallmouth and trout and, and pike, it's, it's a good eight weight pike fly, you know, about six ish inches. And, um, that, that, that was a good seller. And then I've got a sculpin called the PB and J, which is a very simple rabbit strip marabou um sculpin helmet sculpin pattern with rubber legs you know i did not reinvent the wheel (laughs) on that pattern but it was this way of doing this little teeny tiny sculpin um and there's tons of them out there i know there's the near enough sculpin uh and, and patterns like that but this was just me um coming up with something that worked i had tried a few i had always had luck with uh strollis's headbanger um and I think it took me a while to realize you don't have to articulate it. You can just tie a single. Um, so I wasn't thinking along that route, and I just did did a single hook sculpin pattern. But anything I use with a sculpin helmet, I use I often use Strollis's headbanger as a reference, just because I think that's that's probably my favorite sculpin pattern that someone invented. You know, I, I really like that. So uh, those are some of them. Um, I've got a few others. Like I said, I've got about ten total. So if you like, uh, you know, if, if you like any of them and then you uh, ask your local fly shop if they deal with catch and they do, then you can order them up. And then if people want to hit me up, uh, I don't do a ton of tying for individuals. Although when I started posting all those musky flies last year, I did start getting hit up a did, lot. Did and people, those take some time. Did people <laughs> catch up? Yeah, um, just you you know what it's like uh you probably you guys tie your own all the time i'm sure but like a lot of fly shops they just don't have a big selection of musky flies that you want to use you know um they just don't and um and so i think a lot of people reach out to individuals and you know i i I stay in my lane you know because i am newer to to musky uh musky fly tying you know, I don't try and sell a lot of the stuff that you see me post because some of those flies are very specialized and the guys that have designed them, uh, they are the best resource for them. So I will usually route people to them if they want them or, um, or you know, tie something different. But some of the stuff that I've kind of designed on my own, yeah, I'm happy to just to tie up for somebody custom, you know, do a custom workup for someone. There was uh, one guy out of New York he wanted like a black changer with a red tail. And then he wanted, um, I did this cause I posted one today. I like to do this match the hatch where I will find a photo of a forage fish and I will try and match it as closely as I possibly can. Uh, cause I'm like, well, that's what they look like, you know? So why not try it? And, uh, so I did a red horse sucker and he really liked the post from last year. And so I tied, he really wanted that. And so I tied that up for him and it, it was high and tight ish. Uh, it does have saddle tails instead of uh, the big fly fiber, but um, it does have the brush head. And I did um, burn out holes in the brush and then glued eyes in there. 
uh, and then glued over them so that they'd sit and stay uh, if teeth got to them. And he really liked it. He, uh, he was waiting for them. He told me they arrived. He like went out that day, stuck a pike, and then I think he went out like a week later and stuck like two musky. So uh, they work. <laughs> I do the best I can. And, you know, I will, tr- I will make sure that I don't tell you something that falls apart <laughs> or rolls over on its side. Yeah, man. That, that's the biggest, biggest downfall is if they don't please, swim right. Please don't do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, like I, like I said, I practice it. What you see me post, I have thrown, you know, I will throw all that stuff because I want to make sure I did it right. And if I don't like it, um, it, it it is not as easy to re- those hooks are expensive and those shanks, but it is not as easy to reclaim a well tied musky fly as you would think. Like I go into a thing like this didn't swim so well. I'm going to get these hooks back. But by the time you use 210 denier or um, Vivas 140 and some GSP at the head and you super glue that thing and uh, you wrap back over itself. I mean, like I've wasted like two razor blades trying to open up one musky fly to get the hooks back. And I say, well, I probably should have just thrown this in the garbage. And how much time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Rather than risk cutting my fingers. Yeah, I've I've cut my palms open and using double-sided razors, that's stupid to cut them yeah. open. Torch. Well, then you, you fuck up the, the temper of the, the hook. Yeah. Huh? Integrity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, your I've... house smells like burnt hair. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I know Listen, some, some I, houses smell like skunks, but burnt hair is way worse. Oh, yes. it's awful. <laughs> well, I mean, if you could save half a fly, like the ass end or something, that's that's good. You know what I mean? Well, if your house smells like skunk, you will eventually make more friends. <laughs> if your house smells like burnt hair, that turns everybody away. <laughs> so you know why I'm friends with these dudes, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Chad's the only one that could piss for us. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, it was was great to talk to you tonight, man. Guys, what else would you like to know, dude? You got all kind of shit going on. When are you gonna catch the next muskie? The high and tight seems like you're born to fish it, and that's that's your dream, man. That that's incredible because to hear about it and to do it is two different things, right? Yeah. What's the next trip planned? Um. Tentatively, we'll see how much um, time I can get. I am going to try to fish this summer uh, in Michigan. Um, We should be able to go to Michigan next month, and I will try and get out in Michigan. And by then, I will have um, I will have an arsenal (laughs) of high and tights. I mean, I know it's a you know, I know it's not the pattern, it's the presentation, but sometimes sometimes it's the pattern, sometimes it's the color, sometimes it's the shape, sometimes it's the day, sometimes it's the fish. You got to fish what you have confidence with. I, I like that fly now. That's the only fly I caught a muskie on. So we're going to ride that thing into the ground. I, I um, hope whoever you go out with gives you as hard of a time with your box of hide and tight as Tommy did with your box of D&Ds. <laughs> well, they can't because like, <laughs> it's one thing to show a guy his own fly that you tied. It's another thing to show him yours. But now that's true. Uh, 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 if I go out with a muskie guy, they could definitely look at it and go, yeah, why, why don't you try this? But, um, but you know, Dan liked him, and he knows, he knows muskie pretty well, and he seemed to really like him. So 
He knows musky a little bit. <laughs> well, you gotta you 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 gotta at least have faith if you're going to do a musky fly shop. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's not a fly shop. That's not a musky shop. Both exist. Like they're all over the country, but a musky fly shop is not common. No, there. What? There's only a couple around. And Dana, Dan's doing a very good job of the one he's running. Yeah, he's he's oh, bringing yeah. it to, to to make it a little bit nicer, easier for us, right? Bring kind of like a, I don't know. Well, they got a co-op, you know. You got to pick these tires to get their flies together to make them available. So I've been seeing some sweet fucking flies go there. So L- let me tell you what. Next time you go with him, you gotta say, "God damn, Dan, you're all right." I gotta have <laughs> Jen come with me. <laughs> well, I might be swimming back. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> the, the he, mus- he might post. He might post a picture of me bobbing in the water. <laughs> the, the, hey, the, John! John fell over. Look at this. <laughs> the muskie are pretty, but man, Jen, she's way prettier. <laughs> Never goes over well when no, you're in somebody else's boat. <laughs> absolutely not. That's, that's why I'm telling you to do it, not us. <laughs> So, all right, Johnny. Yeah, well, hey, man. It, it, it's coming. The next trip is coming. Hey, before we go, um, Mark, you got one yesterday. Can you tell me about it? Let me live vicariously through you for a few minutes. You got to listen to the first part of the show then. Uh, all right. I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing special. Just a, a small one. It was kind of a cool eat, though. It was one of them deals where the fly was kind of Fucking line was floating into a certain area. So I had it kind of sitting there and the fish kind of like just swam up and. As soon as I moved the fly, I just crushed it. Nice. Yeah. So you saw him? So like right, just like right last second. Pretty Mark much sees them like all. Head come up, then mouth open right to last second. Okay. Sweet. Chad, how about you? Jay? Dude, you got a good story uh, for me? I haven't caught a fish since Jason July catches musky, musky on his trout flies. Yeah, That's musky on trout it. flies. Yeah, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you if you want to get a sculpin. Just throw one of them scalping heads and then put a game changer right behind that. That works phenomenally for me, for trout you, and bass. You, you got a you got a muskie on a trout fly. Yeah, on a trout float. Yeah, <laughs> and and no wire leader, and you, you landed them. Yeah, I just made it uh, as soon as I saw it was muskie. Just told my buddies that my my one buddy fishes me a lot. PJ probably heard about him floats our own podcast, but uh, yeah, he just made it quick. I said, hey, this has to be fast. This is a muskie. We, like I so I just pulled it over to the other side. It was small, pulled it over, but on a seven weight, pulled it over to the other side of the boat, and there you go. Threw it in the nice. net. Threw it in the net. Made sure we got on the bank. Let it sit in the water for a while, and ta-da, ta-da. Yeah, that's, I, that's the only way I catch muskie. Oh, just randomly right, enough yeah, on randomly. small flies. I don't muskie fish <laughs> per se, so I'm not Mark. Bye catch. I, I prefer the hybrids and and smallmouth bass and trout. Okay. I yeah. I cut my palm last Monday, and I haven't fly fished in like two weeks. <laughs> We've had really bad high oh. water. Yeah. Oh man, sorry to hear that. What were you doing? <laughs> I it was stupid at work, and I was using a utility knife, and I I scored a piece of plastic, and then I went to pull it apart. And when I pulled it apart, it it pulled apart way easier than I thought it was going to, and I just freaking cut. The palm they should have drug tested you. They should have. <laughs> <drug-tested. laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> but yeah, I ended up getting. He was going through the monotony of work as as a parent, right? You didn't think? No, I didn't think you at all. Fucking loser. I got three stitches Drug in the palm of my hand, and so. oh man. But that, you know, that just means you're gonna have a good fall. That's all that means. You heal up, it, and it, you'll stick three fifties this fall. It's fine right now, so I'm I'm all good. All right, good. So I Good. like I said Tuesday. I asked the doctor. I said, "Do I have to come back here to get these stitches taken out?" She said, "Well, I'm supposed to tell you you have to come back here to get them taken out." And I said, "Can can I cut them out myself?" She said, "I'm supposed to tell you you have to come back here to get them taken out." So Tuesday, I used my pair of loon, uh, fly tying scissors and clip, or clipped them all off. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you did the man way. Yeah, man, that, that's how you do it. <laughs> Knock on wood, I never had external stitches, so uh, I don't know the experience. I only had them for my wisdom teeth. I had them for wisdom teeth, but they were like, they dissolved themselves, yep. I, I think. Yep. And then I had them when I, I cut my foot when when I was swimming. I don't go get them. I've and this one. My head's got a bullseye on it, buddy. His brother hit him with a swing. Yeah, I got a, oh. yeah, a couple down the face. A couple I probably should have went and got stitches for, but you'll heal up, right? Yeah, and what your body's supposed to do? <laughs> pain, well, pain only hurts. When What's you drink, I don't know, drinking too much mainly, but <laughs> no, it's from Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but <laughs> if quote, you if you drink hurts. too much, don't. you'll get kicked Roadhouse. like Roadhouse. If you hook yourself with a hook, try the mono trip trick. Though it worked for us the last time somebody in the boat got hooked with us. So, first time we'd ever tried it, you know, and that person didn't have to go to the hospital, and it came out pretty easy. He was fine right after, and it was deep with a good-sized fly, too. Like, wasn't um, a, a streamer, streamer, like a five, six-inch streamer. So, mm, yeah, try I the mono trick. in the face yeah. three years ago. Oh, you didn't uh, try the mono trick for that. I, past the barb, but I was able to use forceps, and my cell phone is my mirror, <laughs> and uh, it was it was not really funny. It was a dumb spay cast that I felt when I was setting it up and I let it go anyway and it felt like somebody slapped me in the face and uh, <laughs> while the hook is in my face now the Skagit head is dragging in the current downstream pulling it deeper so I immediately cut it off and uh, I just yelled and popped it out you know it hurt but it, it, it wasn't the end of the world it wasn't um, a 12 inch game changer in my neck which I don't ever want don't be lazy casting <laughs> kids <laughs> no man i don't blame you one bit it's been one hell yep. of a talk yep. we've enjoyed speaking well, thanks, with you man. tonight I, man you know i'll uh you 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 know if i stick something great i'll i'll, I'll shoot it to you chad you know i will uh hell yeah man i'm i'm, I'm always I'm up looking for forward that. to it i i had a horrible weekend last weekend just so you know like personally it was a bad weekend i had a horrible week at work and then you sent me that musky and you grinning ear to ear. I was like, oh my God. Like it was like sunshine and bluebirds and like a rainbow over top. I was like, this is the coolest thing. So awesome. thank you. So all right, Johnny. Well, uh, where can people go check you out? Where can uh people already uh know where to get your flies? Yeah, if somebody wants to check me out, they can uh, go to Instagram. That's flatplane underscore crank at yahoo.com. 
Um, no, that's my email. Flatplane underscore crank. That's my uh, that's my handle on uh, Instagram. So you want to give and your you want to give your cell you, phone number out too? Yeah, you, you can email <laughs> me. <too. laughs> Pin number. Uh, but yeah, they, they can check me out there, and that's where I just I kind of show my progression as I'm uh, getting better and better at tying and better and better at fishing. And uh, there's also some cute kid pics on there as well. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait? Let me tell you a story in my situation. Oh, yeah. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who oh, I met? Oh, baby, you! So, Jace, tell us why Jay is doing it all wrong. He's fucking retarded. In fact, in fact, I always knew it when as soon as as soon as you started waiting your fly line like a center pinner. Oh, <laughs> it's not even my fly line. That's just no. That's just right. Ah, it's a trick, man. There's tricks to the trade. I always wonder why out west they would have, like, the sinker in front of the streamer. Biz. Oh, baby, you! Uh, yeah, they should have played this. We, lo we, we, we lost Biz Marquee. Yeah, they was not it's playing this at any bars I went to, and I went to all of them, bro. And that's why I had I went everywhere in the world, but it's the coolest thing in this town. This shit, the podcast. <laughs> I've been everywhere around been. here. Coolest thing, still the podcast. Mister Marky, he dies. But... Yeah, he died. Yeah, or, yeah. It was the beginning of the week, right? Yeah, yeah. Was it? yeah. I I only know because I heard it on Bob and Tom, and. Tom I watch well. Face, I watch Facebook, so and Tom had no idea. He's like, "Mr. Marquis, I don't like the, his music." Yeah. <laughs> 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 we all know. Uh, we all know. Oh yeah, yeah. Mr. Marquis, Mr. Marquis. <laughs> Bro, I used to watch MTV, Yo MTV raps. Oh man. yeah, man. <laughs> What's the haps? Yo him, MTV him, raps. All him, that, man. Him I'm in the serious, old school, bro. Like, like you know, uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin type of wig, or you know, he had. The powdered wig. Yeah, These the powdered cats. wig. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> playing a fucking piano in his video. These it was a great cats. shit. Uh, oh, I had awesome. never Good seen stuff. that video until last night. Oh, really? Oh, my God, dude. I remember the first time I heard this shit, my Uncle fucking Frank played it in the in, in whatever Your Uncle car. fucking Frank. Your Uncle Frank yes. looks like Bismarck. Yeah, exactly, but, but white. Yeah, but yeah, white. But stocky yeah. and, he and was, white. And he was singing it just like Bismarck. <laughs> and, 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 and grabbing me as I'm in a fucking bathroom. He'd be like, Frank, just drive, man. <laughs> and this isn't like, who knows what car. Oh, my God. It was probably, ah, uh, he loved the, oh, God, what was his car? Um. He had explored oh, white Ford Explorer he did, oh, for, for a, a long while. time. That's what he, so what he has now. But he used to have <laughs> he a, a different Buick, car. No, um, yeah, it was a Buick. Buick something. God, what the beige? fuck? Beige? What yeah, color? Uh, beige? The Regal. He yeah. was a Buick Regal guy. That's what it was. It was Regal Beagle is what we used to call it. Man. Bro, I used to roll it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to roll we, were, we were riding around in the old Buick Regal, and he's singing this shit. <laughs> and right after this, it's fucking No Makeup Kiss. And oh man, it was great, great, great time, great music. We're going fucking bird or bunny hunting, dogs in the back seat. So uh, I'm not gonna lie, but Tuesday we might have a 
a guest. We might have to do an impromptu podcast if you guys wouldn't mind. I'll, uh, I'll play some of his music. If it's you not Flip Palette, is it? No, it's not <laughs> Flip Palette. He, he told... <laughs> That's the inside joke. He told yeah. me no. <laughs> Wait, no, not 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 the nicest guy in fly fishing, Chad, the Steelhound Bar. Wait, wait. SVS fishing, man. What? He follows Jay. Yeah, yeah we're good. You're Fuck good. it. Yeah. You're gold now. Yeah. Try again. I mean, yeah. catch a couple <laughs> more stripers in low water. John Game. He liked a picture of my dog and and uh, a walleye I I cooked. Good man. Didn't know you know how to cook fish, though. Sure, so, oh, yeah, you worked at Red Lobster. You're the lob man. So this is the dude we might have on for... Uh, this rock and roller? For future... future Sounds guests. awful. I'm just kidding. No. He's no. the voice it's a joke. of... It's a joke. He's the voice of the Adam Carolla show. If oh, anyone, fucking right. If anyone knows Adam Carolla in the ACS, Adam Carolla podcast, this is Mike Dawson. It's like a real celebrity. Chad, if anybody knows yeah. the Adam Carolla podcast, it's you, right? That, that's me. Or, that's or, or, or Dan Frazier. You and Dan Frazier. Me and Dan Frazier, and that's why yeah. I reached out to this dude, because they went up to Alaska, and they were snagging salmon. Well, there you go. Fucking <laughs> hey. I said, hey, if you're going to snag salmon, and you're going to do rock and roll music, you might as well call into our podcast. Perfect place. <laughs> sure. Exactly why Flip Palette said no. Exactly. And you said he... You said he... You said he, you said he <laughs> Jace, high fives. High fives on that one, buddy. And you said he smokes dope and likes to drink beer, too? That's great. Yes. He smokes cigarettes and smokes dope and drinks bourbon. Right, left, and front center. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Our kind of guy. He he asked me if tonight would be okay, and I said, no, I'm already drunk. We can't do a good interview tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I had a sweet game changer. I fished it with Chad months back, and... and, uh, awesome dude that I got to fish with from up in Cleveland but uh, that fucker has disappeared and I think I know who got it. It's probably a kid named Jason. No, I don't have any I don't have any randoms. Why? Because that was a Justin Christofferson changer and that needs to be returned. What is, the, uh, what no. is this? Is this like a that diaper? Like somebody <laughs> drunk I don't know, mess. man. Sometimes we don't know what happens in this room because there's things that da, randomly da. pop up like a wad of I think somebody might right have spilled some alcohol somewhere along on the line. There's no shortage of game changers on the table. Jay. That's I don't think it was me. Pretty outlandish. I think it was Jay. Because I catch all my fish on. Not this looks like changer. a game changer snake right here. Yeah, it's like a five pack. Yeah. Whole, whole $180 worth of game changer. That looks like the yellow fly you caught that muskie on, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it went from a trout changer to a muskie one. Connect them together. No, man, there's fish to be at. It's just, damn, how are you going to approach them right now? What? We're not. I mean, yeah, you are. I mean, just it's gonna keep getting good. drunk gotta, every day instead. Yeah, I've done that for a week and Time two flies weeks. until it gets cooler. <clears throat> there you go. It's got to be some good fishing around. I got some enough orders to keep up. At least it's keeping me <laughs> occupied now, but I'm going stir crazy, not getting the fish enough. Oh, I know. Just like it's I all going it. tie. I'm stuck in that basement. I feel like I'm turning into a f- alcoholic. Yeah. Wait. Any more Turning than into? you already were? More <laughs> than you into? already were? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Just a little more than you already were. Yep, huh? yep, sure, sure. Each day. My wife still hasn't started bitching about it yet, I so skipped, I think I'm still I sk- doing all right. I skipped a couple of days of drinking, but I've been drinking. I, <laughs> it's summertime, man. you got to get all fucked up. I was man. full drunk by noon yesterday. 
full well, drunk. Full <laughs> drunk at noon yesterday. Well, you sent us a picture. How like are you looking at? How are you like looking there. at people? How are you just looking? He was at looking people? at a floor. He wasn't looking at people. Yeah, oh, I was doing you a, were working. Yeah, no, no, I was doing that. a floor at home. Well, you can't. I'd be full and drunk. I, I said at noon. I said, God, I'm hungry and I'm drunk. <clears throat> so I ended up making a a chanterelle and onion omelet. Did you? Uh, and you took you a go. nap mm. until three. <laughs> Sounds good. Did you not drink coffee? Just beer? No, I drank coffee, and Damn. then as soon as my coffee was over, I started drinking beers. Holy fuck, you're thirsty. <laughs> I usually prolong the coffee as long as I can before I ever drink a alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> of any sort. Well, you, it's not Wa- Alcoholic water, alcoholic whatever it may be. I'll try to wait a little few hours, but... So how was putting the by yourself? Did good job? Yeah, it came up pretty good. What was that? Like... Piece together, like slide together. It was luxury vinyl. Looks pretty good, man. I like it. Thank yeah, you. I put a lot of that shit in. It's, you, it's that's what mainly what we put in now. You know, most people want that. It's the hot. It's it's so. The only thing I found out about that is they say it's waterproof. What it's waterproof means is not water can't go through it. If water gets on it, it Exterior. won't rot. Yeah. That's what waterproof means. So, I did learn that. Hmm. But, I mean, it's, no, I'm just saying, like, I like we were just learning this the other day. We're like, huh. And read into the instructions of all this stuff. But you did a good job. It looks great. I, I put so much of this stuff in it. It's great. It's good material. Yeah, it, it is. is. That was our former podcast room. It is, and it might be our future podcast room. Loser. Getting kicked out? I understand. No, yeah. it looks pretty good, man. Did a good job, but you were drunk by noon, then what? Uh, fuck, then a... Chantrell no. fucking lunch. Chantrell lunch, I it took a nap, nap. <laughs> and then I, I came down and I did a little bit that. more. I did a little bit more, and then I took another nap, and that was how my night went yesterday. I did a little bit of work and a little bit of nap and a little bit of work and a little bit of nap. Got it done. All finished? Right now yeah, it is. It looks cool. good. Yeah. How's the Chantreau hunting been for you? I filled up half a 12-pack box this morning in half an hour. Fucking, uh, I find, um, well, we went. We went, we went, we pull up at the spot. All, everywhere at our lake's closed right now. Yeah. But it, you know, like access-wise, yeah. parking and things like that. So there's already a ride parked there. I don't know what the hell they might have been fishing or something. I don't know. But we're just going to one of these random boat launches and U.S., you know, Army Corps owns everything around there. You can forage <laughs> however you want to do it. Game commission pulls up. We're getting all out and we look skeevy. You know, as you do, as we do, yeah, bags and shit, and you know. So you weird make a math back there, brother? No, nah, I looked at the dude. He pulls me. Oh, yeah, you guys okay? I'm like, yeah. Is it all right to park right here? Because the road's closed and it's like the exit, and there's already a vehicle we're like behind him. So I'm like, it's good to park here. I was like, we're just gonna go forage, probably get some chanterelles or something. And this dude I've talked to before, he's our guy. You know, our local. Yeah, hide from him sometimes if he's. Riding down the trail and I'm in my spots for mushrooms. He ain't gonna steal my shit. But the thing is, <laughs> like, I was like, ah, I would probably go get some mushrooms. I talked to him for a minute and he's like, all right, yeah, you're good. Park right there. 
I thought he was like, oh, he's going to circle back and come through the woods. <laughs> Don't burn that. Sage. So we found some, but man, they're not in full bloom. They're like popping up here and there. You got to wait a little bit for some to grow. Like we've seen them for the last couple of weeks, but it's been no huge flushes. I've seen some people, different posts, different areas over, you know, central PA. There's some going, it's going on, but I didn't find a, Last year we went out and we picked like crazy right at this time. So who knows? We got a ton of rain. I mean, they're just going to keep growing, but it's on like a, a weird cycle where it's like 14 days. Once you get the right conditions, 14 days, these will come up. But you got to find them before the bugs do. How are yours looking? Any buggy ones? Lots no. Of holes? No. I've been trying to pick the fresh ones. We But we like I said, we've seen them. We've been to the spots, monitor them like, uh, we pick these big ones as a, as we go and come back for the rest. But there's more. There's I a love lot. a lot today. Oh, there's a lot, man. They're they're happening, that's for sure, and they're good. How you cooking? Uh, you know what I've been doing? I've been throwing... burgers with them the other day, huh? I they're did. pretty good on burgers the other day. I've but had them like that before. I've been throwing them in my cast iron and throwing two slabs of mayonnaise in with them. Duke's mayonnaise. Oh. And letting them fry in that and then putting salt and pepper and garlic on top of that. I haven't thought of that. I use that for the fish. I haven't thought about using it for mushrooms. I'll tell you what, man. Because uh, all, all mayonnaise is, is all or oil yeah, and exactly. egg white and yep. vinegar. I, well, I didn't know that till I got to baking fish with it. So, yeah, it's the best thing to keep something moist and not – or actually – Get the right crisp if you want. Yeah, mayo. They said use it on the outside of your uh, grilled cheese. Even I do of, that uh, instead yeah. of uh, instead butter. of butter. Yeah, butter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I did some sandwiches like that it's the other really day. Really good. Some poor that. people steak yeah. them. I did some like that the other day. Poor bro. Now, nah, but the chanterelles, I, they're all over. Uh, what else? I found a chicken the other day. Did real, you? Real fresh one in this spot where the chanterelles are. I'm like, oh, there's one. Probably should have picked it. I don't know. It's gonna be there, but uh, we we found a decent. Uh, about different mushrooms you can't eat, you know, all that other shit, you know. Yeah. We look at all that stuff. Dude, I've been finding Indian pipes. Oh, I found three dozen Indian pipes today. Well, are you interested are in those? doing a tincture? Can you, can you eat those? Tincture? What do they call Tinctures. People, tincture? Tincture? But <laughs> it's something weird, but yeah. my uncle, no, right? Tinctures, my uncle, yeah. Listen, my uncle right now, he has, we, we went out and picked a bunch of those Indian pipes. Um... And I talked with a guy the day I fished down there, and he said the same thing. He's like, I was like, how long do you let yours go? You you can them in vodka, and that brings out, you know, the, the good shit of them. Then you're going to let them go so long, flip and flop them around, shake them, whatever. Strain that out, and then it's, like, used as a pain reliever, like drops. You'll take a couple of drops, <clears throat> right? Medicinal of some sort. Yeah. So let it ferment for whatever couple weeks and and he has the he has one, a big one going on right now he's like ah next time i'll make it more potent i'm like i bet we haven't tried it yet but this is the first one he's making and some guy mentioned it we were out fishing the other day he's like ah old guys old as fuck he's like ah take three drops i'll be all right <laughs> i'm like ah, thanks for the advice sir i saw your uncle asked on on Facebook, what to do with them. And people were telling them to smoke them and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Put this in your Indian pipe and smoke it. <laughs> that's, maybe uh, that's why they call it that. Who I knows? No, it's actually not a mushroom. No, it's, a, not it's a, a flower. It's a flower it, with no not chlorophyll. Not a fungus. Yeah, it's, it's something different. 
It's pretty crazy. They're cool. They it's look cool parasite. as hell. Oh, really? And yeah, he, he actually uh, put them in, like I said, the vodka, and that's gonna you're gonna draw out all the the good shit. I guess you're after. I don't know enough. Well, about so if you just ate one, you'd die. No, you could eat them. You could probably just eat them. I mean, I'm not gonna kill you if we're taking what's out of them. You see what I'm saying? But those things are cool as fuck. They look sweet. Huh. But yeah, I've seen those. I didn't know. Like, I don't think you can cook them and eat them edible wise. But this is like the. Yeah, more of a You might be thing. able to. Dude, there's so much shit in the fucking woods. So much shit. I look at it all on the ground, bro. I, I always thought I didn't see the shit, but now I really see it because I'm looking for it. I didn't see it. I didn't see all this stuff. No, dude. you never saw it until you knew what you were looking at. Or started to figure the puzzle out. It's crazy, man. Did I, you ever eat coral? I haven't. I've, oh, I've seen a ton. I've seen a ton of that the other day when I was picking my chanterelles. Yeah, there was a ton of it, and it's like, just my, coming up everywhere. My son and I ate it. Any good? What'd yeah, you it do? wasn't Just bad. Fried in butter? Or? Yeah. Oh, I don't. That's how you try. It. You want to know what it tastes like? I. I mean, if it is like, if it isn't something, I don't think worth taking out of the woods. You know, it could what? be in like a salad or something. Or I saw if you were it. To make something. I've seen it since, and I haven't picked it because I think it's way prettier than it's worth eating. Oh, okay. You know cool what I mean? Looking. Sure. So, it it's cool. It was cool to eat, and. uh I don't, I don't think I'm gonna pick any more of it. Hmm. I don't want to get poisoned, but I did see some giant fucking beliefs. I seen all kind of different mushrooms. You know what I mean? I'm talking. We see mushrooms like bigger than your face, a couple beliefs, and that's impressive. That's crazy. I don't know exactly which one they were. My buddy, he got the books. He reads all that shit. We we're not picking nothing. We didn't die from, but we found a fair amount of chanterelles, man. But it, it's not popping like it was last year. You think? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> That's that was because uh, even you guys went out and hammered on them all for a whole month, the whole time, yeah, for a month, exactly. So they 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 came up last year all at once, man. I'm talking, and they just kept coming. So a little different this year. Still out foraging, hitting a few different things. Ain't really tried a whole bunch of new spots because ours are producing, but who knows? It's it's a fun game. I mean. Get out, walk for a little bit. They're chewy, ain't they? They're good. Oh, my God. I should try this. I'm going to pick something. I'm going to die from it, though. No, no. I got some <laughs> I got some wonky-looking ones yesterday, and then it just might be a subspecies. Jacks. There's a, yeah, well, there's a couple subspecies. There's some different looks. I found some but... red ones the other day, but I left them. Yeah, they're, like I said, there's... I wouldn't say lookalikes that are going to poison you, but there's other ones you can eat that are edible that are do look different. So that's just a, not a fun game, but a fun time to be out there, fuck around a little bit. Are you guys drunk, man? Yes. Come on! Pep your step. <laughs> I'm fully drunk. Awesome, man. Sounds like just another song. I haven't even had a beer tonight. Good what's job. Our, what's our, what's our, who's our podcast brought to us by? Predator Flygear. Check them out. Predator Flygear. Alcoholic Anonymous. Eric Hooks. EricHooks.com. Sims Fishing. Fish it well. SimsFishing.com. Yeti. Yeti. Find them. What else we got? We got Queen City Guiding also. QueenCityGuiding.com. My buddy Ryan Evans. Soon to open a real deal little shop. And Next week we're going to be broadcasting live from... Oh shit. We're very excited for him. I talked with him. I don't know, we got some riffs in the, the action, but 
stay tuned. <laughs> He's going to make it happen. That is our boy. Down to Earth Financial. Check out Michael at downtoearthwealthmanagement.com. Don't call the bank. Call Frank. I think we got it. Well, Sims fishing. I already did. Yeah. Predator. Yeah. Predator oh, Flagger. Oh, there predator you go. Predator Flagger. Yes, definitely. Kay. All right, I guess. Oh, that's a